0: He's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way
2: I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Got my mojo Got my
0: mojo Got my mojo Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker and Alex, and we just watched Color Out of Space, an adaptation of an H.P. Lovecraft work. It stars Nicolas Cage, it's directed by Richard Stanley, and I think it's a really impressive technical achievement. This is one of the greatest adaptations of an H.P. Lovecraft story, specifically because they changed one of the worst cat names of all time into one of the best cat names of all time. You, are thoughts?
3: I think we need to be... We need to pump the brakes here on this being a good adaptation, because this is a Lovecraft story where the only character that lives is the black guy.
2: (laughs) That's a good point. If Lovecraft
4: wrote that, it'd be called Colored's Out of Place. (laughs) Folks! (laughs) (laughs) What is HP Lovecraft's cat's jellical name? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking racist hack! I'm glad he's dead. Oh god, I, I'm, I'm still mad that he is the most recognized man from Rhode Island. It should be me, damn it. Anyway, uh, but no,
3: sir. I don't want. I don't want the jellical choice to be me. Why are you putting me in this balloon? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Goodbye. Okay.
3: Um, <laughs> And then Big Jeffrey died, and we never heard from him again.
0: <laughs> Yo, I just realized something. Can, can you imagine if, like, in the middle of cats, a fucking bear just attacked them all? Why didn't yeah. a bear get a song? Oh my god. Yeah.
4: If that movie was like thirty-five minutes, would that the thirty-five minutes <laughs> they also got eaten by a bear. Yeah.
3: Okay. Those just let's... like like the greaser dogs from Cat Dog showed up and just
0: ate them all. <laughs> All right, and that's one of our latest segments. What if there was a bear in the movie Cats? Uh, <laughs> Keep in mind, not fair use. That is
4: copyrighted.
3: Do not steal. So would the would the bear be one of the Jellicles since they're cats?
0: Yes. We're thinking about the bear's Jellicle names. Oh my god! Uh, I, well, I, th- I can see the, bears- <laughs> the road this goes down, and I fucking hate it, you guys. One of the ba- one of the bear's names has to be Dominic in honor of Dominic the Rat from uh, the One, because that bear has balls.
3: Now <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about that picture that pig shit on his balls. <laughs> Maybe Mr.
0: Mistopheles knows more about us than we know about ourselves. Okay, uh, I suppose boy that'll be a great segue into the news uh ladies and gentlemen let's get serious for a moment there was a death recently that affected us all one of those deaths that this generation will always remember where they were when it happened and i can safely say that none of us is taking the death of terry jones well but as our favorite Python and the progenitor of the falsetto voice when you're pretending to be a woman, we can all appreciate his tremendous talent. This bloke's trust like a lady. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. So sorry to all the viewers who lost, but both of you remaining, we appreciate it. Speaking Mr. of... Pina written...
3: getting his dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Speaking of remaining, I'm sure... No
3: context necessary.
0: (laughs) Speaking of remaining, I'm sure that Terry Jones would have been in favor of Brexit. So, uh... (laughs) Mr. Peanut... Dying And then Kobe dying to be like,
4: in light of recent
0: news, we're not going to hold Mr. Peanut's <laughs> funeral. That is, <laughs> the that is the funniest
3: <laughs> retcon death since Vince McMahon. It's, it's it, it 1A right. and 1B. The,
0: the Vince McMahon one is fantastic. I did not know, like, the entire story behind that, but, oh, man. Really?
4: Because that's the only thing I know about that. <laughs> and old man to be like, oh, the character was killed off.
3: They <laughs> blew up his limo and then went, oh, actually, he survived because Chris Benoit killed his family. <laughs>
4: Get on TV and be like, Hey, so, uh... uh so first Oops. things first,
3: guys, I'm not dead. <laughs> <And> don't <laughs> you adjust your is. Things,
0: I, I actually, okay, so in my head, Kaden, I think my general idea was that he uh, was like, oh, he's actually in intensive care, and that's the one where he gets a shit beat out of him by stone cold in the hospital bed. <laughs> God, that... that, that may bad have bad actually pain, happened. Pain. I don't know the entire... It's uh funniest thing I've ever heard in my life.
4: Rest in power.
0: Yeah, I didn't to watch code, anywhere, anywhere near it. enough Raw growing up. All right, Perk. Do we have any actual news,
4: buddy? Do we ever? Hey, Chris. Do you like remakes? No. Too bad. Good. Buckle up. No. What was your favorite movie of 2019? I'll answer for you. It was The Lion King, right? Uh, Did you enjoy the photorealistic nature of it, where no, all the animals was the just part. had dead eyes? No. So
0: you, I like the cats. <laughs> there so were was... any bears in that movie? Shut up. Parker, you going. Are you saying you don't want to what see that version of Bambi? I don't want to see any version of Bambi. Oh my god, <laughs> a
3: realistic deer getting blown Just away, though. Just getting
4: fucking tree-fragged in the first 20 minutes. real-life deer.
0: We're going to fucking see a skunk's anal glands disperse all that liquid <laughs> in, in like 60 FPS.
4: And once again, everyone listening, made a billion dollars. You know who you are. You know if it's your fault. Yeah,
0: stop seeing them. They'll stop fucking making them. Stop giving Disney your money. They hate you. And uh, that's our talk about Disney segment. But, but, it's a small but world. They episode. got
3: they got all my favorite characters.
0: Um, Speaking of yeah, remakes, Rare Rabbit.
3: You <laughs> don't, know, Mister America and Star Wars guy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, it some of these. Movies- just stand on their own and should not ever be readapted. And that is why I'm furious that we're going to try and remake Anaconda. How <laughs> Wait, can you what? capture the power in John Boyd's accent
0: if like you're not capturing John Boy, He's still alive. I mean, Counterpoint.
3: No. What if they make it with only practical effects? Okay, now we're talking.
0: So it's but basically also, a remake. You know they want to. Yeah. I'd be into it. Yeah, all right. I'd go for that.
4: Like you have a, a piece about. of cinematic history unable to be duplicated
3: what are we doing guys you know you guys said it's very important that we get back john boyd for this but i think the one we really need to get back for this is owen wilson correct i, I mean we, you don't just like a a an all new back. cast of characters and also <laughs> owen wilson so cool. playing the exact same bit part do you what think he
0: th- could still do it i don't know what he looks like now but i have a feeling he could still pull off the voice wow what if we was, do like a Force Awakens no, That's uh, a really
3: ter- big
4: snake Force Awakens Terminator thing Where we have someone from the original movie come back as a grizzled old man But it's Jennifer <laughs> Lopez Riding off that hustler's fame That's like oh, guys no, yeah, I've, I've been go. in those swamps You don't know what I've seen I'm like leaning yeah. on these fresh-faced teens
3: <laughs> The yeah. grizzled old veteran is just the snake from the first movie Yes <laughs> I Ironically. mean
4: that thing looks <laughs> aged already <laughs> he's, he's doing his best Yeah you know, speaking of so,
0: Jennifer uh, Jennifer Lopez, uh, all the people who are trying to tell me that Hustlers was actually comma better than Uncut Gems, no, no, no. The only people I trust to give me movie opinions at this point are you guys and maybe Red Letter Media. I, at this point, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm probably going to... I'm just going to like completely delete my letterbox. No reason to keep no, that you No, <laughs> actually, I think I am. Because I saw the reviews for Color Out of Space blow up the website. There was no reason to keep it here. You don't have to read it. Yes, you do. I mean, they're right there. As soon as I click on the page, it's right there. Chris,
3: you're still on Twitter. You're not going to quit that either. I'm not going to quit Twitter,
0: no. I'm not going to quit Twitter, no. But I will uh, delete Letterboxd if they keep making me mad. This will be the next straw.
3: There's only one man to ever successfully quit Twitter, Chris.
2: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, rest in peace, bearder.
4: Okay, <laughs> uh, Parker, do we have any other news? One more remake coming your way, Chris.
0: Uh, Fox and the Hound, here we go.
4: The Thing. Now stay with me. What? It's a readaptation. So, you've seen the 50s one. I haven't seen it yet. It's but now they're really both hard. adapted from some short-ass little novella from way the fuck back in when. Oh yeah, who goes there? So like a year or two ago, they found the actual unabridged real full book of that and published it. So this is based on that. Which uh, is different enough, but also we have the perfect movie, so just, what are we doing?
0: Okay, well... Also, it's an-
4: Blumhouse, so boy, it could go in, like, yeah, 20 know. different directions.
0: I mean, the thing about Who Goes There is that I've read it, and there's a lot of really good ideas in there, but there's also a lot of significant problems. Like, the fact that the thing is psychic in there just kind of makes it so it's like you don't even have a chance. It's more of a disaster movie. It's like... I don't think I'd be into that. And also, the 82 version's perfect. I don't need another version. I don't know.
3: We we watch a lot of disaster movies on this podcast. We so. certainly
0: do. <laughs> uh, we <we've laughs> certainly watch a lot of disaster movies. Like, the were the Duck qualifies there.
4: Oh, God. But, uh... like, since it's Mouth, there's like a solid 20% chance it could just be PG-13 starring Lucy Hale. And then in that case, Alex and I will be there holding
3: hands at midnight. Correct. <laughs> like I, mm, I'm very okay. Oh we we know my who god, we are.
0: they're they're gonna do the fucking um, uh, truth or dare like face smear thing to all the things, aren't they? That's how you know that someone's weird.
3: Like they just look like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's all practical, Chris. So I was like, wait, what's wrong? I, there's nothing wrong with me. There's no alien blood in me, and she has the of battle angel eyes.
2: <laughs>
0: and the last
4: bit of news ending on a high note. They've already signed Richard Stanley to do two more Lovecraft
0: movies. Oh, hell yeah. He loved he to see it. I thought it, he folks. was
4: doing a TV show, too. He might be, but he's working on the Dunwich Horror right now, so... Uh, Please, God, let, let, let more of this let happen me. in our lives. Everything's terrible. Just let me have genre movies.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, it takes a lot of hard work in order to turn crap like H.B. Lovecraft into something that's actually watchable. He did a good job here, so we'll get into that later. Uh, let's get into our jerks of the week. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. My jerk of the week is Vin Diesel. Uh, Vin Diesel This podcast is, is cancelled. Vin Diesel's a psychopath. Uh, Vin Diesel's a supervillain. He uh, he is the one who has unleashed the coronavirus upon the world uh, with his familia. So Toretto, we know where you are. We're coming after you. What are uh, your guys? <laughs> Toretto, I know you did that shit. <laughs> okay, what are your guys' jerks of the week? You'll see. Oh great! All right.
3: All right. Well, my jerk of the week is you, Chris. So. Uh-oh. I did a little bit of sleuthing this week. Uh, kind of by accident. Oh fuck, I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking God. So, if you guys remember back a couple weeks ago, Lost in Space episode, discovered an IMB, IMDB description by one hypersonic91 <laughs> at yahoo.com.
0: Oh, no, they found my alt.
3: <laughs> so here's the thing. I happened to be coincidentally viewing a page for another movie and saw the same tag. I was like, huh, that's weird. It's like such a unique tag to be like, here's my full name and also my Yahoo address that's named after a video game character. So I decided to check it out and see how many reviews this guy had. 389. Now, I click on it and they start off in descending order from highest score to lowest score. And I'm looking through and I'm like oh crash bandicoot toontown online malcolm in the middle spyro the dragon like okay this is weird let's see what the other way says so i flip it around and at the bottom of the list super babies baby geniuses too <laughs> baby geniuses the mortal Kombat movie dragon ball evolution
2: Wait, I double dragon
3: the the Master of Disguise, so now my bullshit detector's going off. Like, alright, this sounds a whole hell of a lot like somebody I know. And then, I see it. He did the review for Spy Kids 3D. And that's when I knew that I had found your burner, Chris.
0: Wait, what was his review for Spy Kids 3D? Did he give it a good score <coughs> or bad score? No, he just does the descriptions. Uh, I don't know why I called it a review. Oh, never mind. Uh,
3: kept going, kept going, because like at this point I'm like, alright, this is definitely Chris, but I'm gonna need some more evidence, so I'm gonna confront him with his evidence on the podcast. And I see ne- right next to each other, like halfway down the list, the Yu-Gi-Oh movie and the Haunted World of El Super Bisto, both reviewed by Hypersonic Ninety One yourself.
0: <laughs> I, I Chris, just your thoughts? Okay, I'll tell you. I'll give you my defense. I was born in eighty nine. And, uh, the other thing about this is I just want to say thank you to one of our most prominent fans, Hypersonic91. We appreciate you listening in. Uh, if you keep listening in, I can't guarantee any rewards, but, uh, we could always use a roadie for when we do one of our live shows at the cons. So, uh, come on, Meet us at Gen Con. Don't shake our hands. We don't want to touch you.
3: Please reach Not out Chris. to the show. Yeah. One more addendum to this. Something else I discovered. Uh, in my searches. There's an agent, Cody Banks, too? What Buddy, is there ever.
4: <laughs> That's filed deep, deep away <laughs> in the, in case of emergency break okay. <laughs> That's one of those that I don't want to sign, because that will just start Parker. a months-long war. <laughs>
0: pa- Parker, that, the things that you decide to keep in your memory palace are... I mean, sometimes, y'all have
4: suck some real vile shit on me you have to we have i'm
0: really sorry yeah i've never
4: given you anything bad i don't know what you're talking correct you've always taken good care of me like a brother christopher on the other hand (laughs) the dress made him
3: watch all those cat movies
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait wait a second (laughs) oh man that's a tough one all right alex uh you have a very special keeping it what goes wrong oh boy do i (laughs)
3: so we uh the other the other Friday we were having a discussion just you know boys just shooting the shit in discord somebody brings up uh friend of the program hitchbot uh for this for the uh the, the sole purpose of posting an always sunny title card that says the gang kills a robot alongside the story oh yeah because like it's a good one of course you know yeah. a, as one would do it's a funny picture one person's comment who was not as familiar with our good friend Hitchbot as they might want to be was I didn't know Hitchbot made it all the way across Canada I thought it just tried it in the US and immediately died to which another person replied it's because we have such awful disparities in wealth in this country
0: (laughs) hell yeah dude (coughs) oh shit got him (laughs) capitalism (laughs) killed Hitchbot oh man well now we know the real villain of the Hitchbot tragedy Oh man, do you think Also. <laughs> go ahead. Do you think wealth inequality is what killed uh, Harambe? Let's just do it for all the famous deaths. The I will not deaths, join you. Yeah.
3: Also, like, did you guys know Hitchbot had a brother? The Canadian oh, no. brother? Culturebot. Oh god. Named Culturebot. Is it, is they it just alarming? attended art or, exhibitions and tweeted pictures of people looking at art wait 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 was
0: this the is this the Canadian one or is that wait, it, no no that was the same girlfriend. Hitchbot oh never mind. Yeah. that was the same no this is like actually just uh, a
3: different robot designed by the same guy at the same time that just fucks off and trolls museum dweebs
0: I, I like the idea that there is a separate Hitchbot <coughs> that uh it's a more culture to refine this is the Squillium <laughs> to Squidward <laughs> I don't know why that's where I go with this. <laughs> Did you think
3: some Philadelphia artist got real pissed off about his tweets and just took it out on his brother?
0: <laughs> How's this for art? See some hitchhiking go along the side of the road? Help me. I'll oh, show sure you art, you fucking bucket of bolts! His last words were, please say, on my face. <laughs> oh man, I should rewatch that. <laughs>
4: Hitchbot demands to to know how they can see him
0: as they rip him to shreds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, rest in peace, Hitchbot. Guys, sign of the cross. Make it. uh, Bigfoot, I guess you don't have to participate. Okay. Um, Let's talk about what we watched recently. I was too sick to even watch movies. This is the first week in I don't know how many years that I've gone without watching one single movie. Uh, it's kind of a weird feeling for me. You, you think, I actually uh, skipped work for the first time in I don't know how long because I was just way too sick to go And I'm Such like... a good and,
3: little wagey.
0: I mean, that's the <laughs> thing is, I mean, you say that, but like, you think, oh I'm skipping work, I can stay home, I can do whatever I want. All I wanted to do was climb under the covers and just take a heroic amount of Robitussin, put that Vicks vapor, op- first of all, get... Guys, chat, girls, if you're listening, take off the headphones. Um, also, I respect you. When you're rubbing that vapor rub all over your chest, it is the worst when you have, like, coarse chest hair. It's so fucking, ah, it gets everywhere. So, basically, I have watched nothing this week. The closest I came to watching anything is I was able to get halfway through uh, Beyond Thunderdome. That's it. That checks uh, out. Yeah,
4: that's how I watch Beyond Thunderdome. The good A news solid is, fifty yeah. minutes. I'm like, yeah, like I got whoop. it.
0: Yeah, uh, that was, was like, yeah that's enough for me. Um, the only other thing I watched besides that was uh, Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated, which, as it turns out, fantastic, easily the second best adaptation of Scooby Doo besides the Johnny Bravo crossover. crossover now, right? so the, next the, week's episode, the one
3: with uh, with Red Herring, right? <laughs>
0: that one doesn't exist. So next week's episode
4: uh, we will do the live action movie so no. Chris can just overdose on Tylenol we're going to do both right oh yeah movies suck. there's a lot of canon
0: involved in those there isn't anyway there could be you don't know uh, I... <laughs> Scooby Doo isn't <laughs> real okay uh, I guess Alex you didn't watch anything either correct yeah.
3: all I did was
0: stare at an algebra textbook Sounds like love a good time to me. To okay, well, this is the Parker-centric episode. Parker, uh, uh, how's it feel to be king for a day? Not great. I love when side characters finally get their
3: own arc. <laughs> yeah. You wait a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the. Uh, this is the. <laughs> Sorry, I was, was going to make a the joke. episode
3: where Bigfoot goes to driving
0: school. No, I was going. Oh, I was going to make a joke of that it's like finally an episode that focuses on Krillin. Fuck yourselves. I'm Do you watch to any bed? movies about steam? <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, Chris. But I watched a movie about skiing. As he assigned me a film called Better Off Dead. Yes. Now, when Alex jokingly said, "Oh, you're just gonna watch Aspen the movie," turns out <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what it is, and that I appreciated. How, like, I would just look away from it, look back up, be like. Oh, yeah, it's just that episode. It's just happening in real time. Uh, Did not grow up with the the (laughs) 80s stoner ski comedy, so didn't do a ton for me?
0: I mean, but there's like a lot of themes of like depression and how it affects you and stuff like that. There there are themes, you know, jargon, you know, air quotes.
4: I enjoyed it, but I didn't laugh out loud a lot.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. I have to admit, it, my favorite line in the whole thing, and part of the reason I got you to watch is, damn, that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy.
3: Marker, <laughs> allow me to interject. Next time Chris assigns you a movie that takes place on a mountain, just watch Cliffhanger instead.
0: Oh, man. All right, that was my next recommendation. Oh, jeez, this is so terrible. I guess i have to watch Cliffhanger. <laughs> 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 no, I enjoyed it Like, it was, it was pretty good I, Yeah, I, I can understand Maybe not, like, loving it But I think that is the ultimate Like, 80s movie You have to race a bully Down the mountain Sort of thing Oh, yeah And considering I've seen None of those It was nice to,
4: like Fill that gap for once And see, like really Oh, no, it's, shocking it is a one for one <laughs> It's the same Yeah, it, that's basically What it, it is, yeah
0: it's good it. to see, like, where the reference is. A lot of people ought to know some of the references from that movie. Here's a little trivia for you. You know the woman who sings the theme song, uh, I'd Be Better Off Dead Than It Live Without You? That's the voice of Tommy Pickles. And you can totally hear it when she sings. Oh, man. Fuck. So how do you like I'm, Dan I'm Schneider? I can... Oh, jeez. <laughs> he, he was. He's... Yeah, he was, uh actually pretty good in that movie and that's the worst
4: part <laughs> yeah, I know but I, I texted you like this made me like I was gonna watch the Aspen episode because I haven't watched South Park forever but instead mm-hmm. I just watched the Russell Crowe episode again that's a good one too yeah. <laughs> so the way he says Puerto Ricans is one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard in my life right where's
0: that pussy cancer? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> makes me laugh what a good episode Tugger's Ross, big on, Tugger. cartoonish hands pulling out a gun I should watch that episode speaking
4: of the themes about suicide poor Tugger he's <laughs> just trying to make it out there
0: I like how that movie has a scene with a that stupid claymation burger scene that's clearly meant to be the scene where you start making out with the girl next to you <laughs> so yeah uh, you
4: yeah. know Recommend for Better Off Dead. Strong recommend for the Kurt Russell Fighting around the world episode. <laughs> the Kurt Russell one. I didn't know they had a Kurt Russell episode. Oh my god! Could you imagine?
0: Dude, I'd watch that one. I want to live in that Mandela Effect
4: universe. He'd probably
0: be a better singer in Lay Miserables, I'll tell you that much.
3: It can't be worse.
4: Every day I live in just constant dread that this you'll get a one of you assigns me Lay this. I wouldn't do that
0: to you because it gets I brought love up so
4: often. It's like man.
0: It's gonna be just fresh on someone's brain. they will be like, "Hey, you know what, motherfucker?" And then that's it. Game over. I, I think Alex and I have a healthy enough reference for Lay Miz that we wouldn't want to assign you the bad version because you should just watch a really good stage production instead. I would
3: never assign Parker a play because he would quit. That's a good correct.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> you just get a text that says, "What the fuck do you mean intermission?" And then I was walking
3: over. <laughs> Parker
0: actually yelling at the screen Hey, Hackney, stop the
3: play. Hey, oh. the, ide- the idea of Parker losing a football bet so badly that we send him to Broadway <laughs> is incredible to me. Uh,
0: why yeah. would we send him to Broadway? We can send him overseas. Amen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the West End production. Parker, Parker, have you seen
3: how cursed this child is? <laughs> Oh fuck! I would do a full trip report.
0: <laughs> oh, I love the idea of
3: Parker. On yeah, a plane. well, the play sucked, but uh, I have the money to go overseas. So, you guys are just fucking losers. All
4: right, outside the playoffs, your trip. I don't know. I didn't leave my hotel room. <laughs> the end. I took my laptop and watched some more movies.
3: Guys, did you know the chips or fries? <laughs> Is hey guys, uh, I work? just
4: found this uh, really underground British comedy where all the guys dress
0: like ladies. <laughs> it's really good stuff.
3: Yeah, but 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 do they do, do they have voices or?
0: Oh, but you guys, can't even I, I've got really bad news. Turns out Bruges is not in Britain, so uh, <laughs> I got right back into the airport and I just waited for my return flight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just three I was right days next to a of me, <laughs> just like
4: walking up to people and tugging on their sleeve, and being like. So, am I in England or Great Britain? Like, what?
0: Where? what is this? This is unclear. What's the UK? Someone responds, "Oi, oh, well, uh, let me tell you, Governor, you just pull out, like, a jaw harp and start playing that. <laughs> Why do you guys talk weird? You, you go into one of their uh, red telephone booths and you're like, Oh, yeah, so I'll get Countdown and Truth or Dare, Side of Fries and... People are just dropping dead around you. <laughs> of all the movie we, ideas. We, that, we, that, I don't know why, that's legs. the one that keeps coming back to me. You <laughs> keep going around
3: asking people if this is where they film Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these uh, look a lot roomier on TV. You get it?
0: Because I'm cramped in here, but TV, it's like a spaceship. Oh, sorry, I've broken my dick and balls against you. <laughs> Just can't seem to get these out of the
4: way A logger? Buddy I wish I had a longer something You know what that's a little joke we have back home About my penis <laughs> You guys like soccer a lot huh? And then that's the last time I'm ever on Because I'm just found dead Getting <laughs> the shit out of me by soccer hooligans
0: And uh, that's, our, that's our movie idea for Jack the Ripper too. Oh my god Parker in Britain <laughs> Our favorite segment.
4: Stepping off that plane with a ten gallon hat and immediately getting robbed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the peaky blinders. Oh my Start God. doing a little jig. Why is it so gray?
3: <laughs> God, we need to in get though.
0: some color this here. I I don't I'm get afraid. it.
3: What's so great about this place? <laughs> bong bong bong! It's just the clock. You guys
0: are fucking stupid. You walk into a bank. Is your clock a rapist? <laughs> <laughs> you walk into a bank and everyone's handing out pound notes or euros or whatever, and you just hear. How am I supposed bow, to bow, carry bow, bow, all bow, these? <laughs>
4: <laughs> they hand go. me back. I was like, Oh no, thank no! I gave you
0: real money. I need change back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of barter system you think we're on. You accidentally walk into Parliament and you just like, uh, excuse me, would the uh, council recognize whether anyone in this uh, chamber has seen Critters? <laughs> this is basically like a, an American version of Mr. Bean. So, funny. Oh. oh God, I don't like this idea anymore. <laughs> I do not want to be Mr. Bean. I just compared one of my best friends to Mr. Bean, so it shows what kind of friend I am. just... Absolute trash.
4: Let me clear my throat here. Yeah, there we go. Let's get down this list of dog shit. Actually, no. Alex, my friend, guess who watched another Scott Atkins movie? Oh, fuck this guy. Time for you to check out The Debt Collector, which is a movie (laughs) that opens with Scott Atkins just sweeping the mat in his little karate dojo. Three mobsters coming in to shake him down, him beating the shit out of him, and then the reveal of like, Actually, I am super broke. and need to go do jobs. Though, and then it's just an hour twenty minutes of him and some dude just rolling up on people, trying to get money, and then getting in the extremely large fights. It is quite good. Same director as *Avengement* and *Triple Threat*. So, like, friend of the oh, show, Jesse Vaughn. It's real so good. You say *Triple Threat*.
3: My I, yeah, ears just my perked
0: friends. up like a dog. I absolutely.
4: I think I'm at the point I was like, every time Scott Atkins releases a movie, I will be there at Redbox, dooming oh, someone yeah. to death. <laughs> Correct. Now, the next movie is a slasher that I normally wouldn't talk about, but I'm only bringing up because it's got me thinking. Because it makes me reminisce about the days of that we all have of being at the video store and just looking at all the covers and just letting your mind wander. And how you go on Netflix now, when, like, every single cover is just like a still from the movie that's calibrated to your algorithm to specifically appeal to you. Oh, good. And then you take a movie like The Mutilator, which is a movie. It's fine. But the cover is a bunch of teens looking absolutely horrified and then the foreground is just a hand holding a giant hook. And the text is, by sword, by pick, by axe, bye-bye. And that's what we're missing (laughs) now. Oh, shit. Like... Not oh, only would that man. work then, it works now Because I was scrolling through Prime and saw that And went,
0: that's yeah, like 85 minutes, I'll hit play <laughs> like, That's a lost art and we need to go back to it We really do, I mean when was the last time We had a really good tagline
4: Honestly, like <laughs> I will forget this movie by next week But I'll remember that tagline for the
0: rest of my life
4: Yeah, yeah A really good tagline
0: good. can really make a movie Yeah <laughs>
4: It's a lost art. Yeah. Because we don't even get cool posters. Now we just get every big movie has like 20 character posters. Uh, exactly.
0: And they always do like that blue orange and everything. Huh. or worse Here, purples Everything. Here's a
4: profile view of the eighth build actor.
0: Oh, sick. Can't here's wait to hang really this up. Here's a really close up view of this person's face. I wonder if they're in the movie. The last really good poster was a Cold Pursuit one. Oh, man. That was a good poster. Yeah, that it's was a really good poster. I almost I, want to buy it, but I don't want people to know that I've seen it.
3: Oh, what's that movie about? I, yeah, oh. I would not want people to think that I am just a virulent racist. Yeah. So I would not put that on yeah, my Yeah,
0: a big fan of Cold Pursuit. You know, it's problematic, but it has its moments. That's the worst part about it. I can't even describe it it's just like, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a killer snowplow driver. And people would be like, oh, that sounds awesome. I'd totally want to see that. I've got, like, so many other movies you would want to see. <laughs> that sounds great. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs>
4: Seeing is not that. believing. Yeah. You would think. Oops. <clears throat> Let's see. So there were many Nick Cage movies I could have picked. You know, we're doing <laughs> Color Out of Space. There are so many that I haven't even seen. But I went back, looked through like his real, probably like talking like '90s, and there's all these options. Right. could have done Snake Eyes, Leaving Las Vegas. I picked Eight Millimeter because that was streaming. Oh <laughs> uh, man, that, that is a movie <laughs> with any other director. Could have been so fucking cool, and also if it was thirty minutes shorter, because the idea of Nicolas Cage, private detective, going to the seedy underworld of like snuff films and shit is like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And then you like you get to the grisly parts, but at the end of the day, it's just a studio movie, so it's like, oh, it's just kind of weird bondage stuff. Uh, all right, maybe this was shocking in nineteen ninety eight, but like it, it wasn't. You are gonna have to you are gonna try a little harder than that. It is insane to me that this is the film Jerry Schumacher made right after Batman and Robin <laughs> Like, what a power move Honestly
3: A whole lot to get out there yeah. But like, the idea is cool,
4: it has a great cast A ton of great people, but it's just it's like, a, I think it gave like three stars Like, it's fine, it's way too long in the middle It could have been so much better It was very disappointing
0: you Speaking know one of the things can I can I talk about Nicolas Cage really quick and it's Absolutely. like we we talk a lot about Nicolas Cage movies especially on this podcast and I think we all agree uh, the best Nick Cage movie is Face Off uh, he agrees that that's the best, but it almost feels like it's kind of folly to talk about what your what the best Nick Cage movie is because the man's made so many movies and they're so different. It's like, like, what kind of mood it, are you in? I like I hate saying that my favorite movie, uh, my favorite Nick Cage movie, is Face Off because a most people have seen that, and b there's so many other ones that like. If I, if I don't mention Mom and Dad, it almost feels like I'm not giving you enough respect. Mom and Dad needs to be mentioned. People gotta see that movie. Uh, <laughs> Mandy is... Color Out of Space. People have to see Color Out of Space. Yeah, you can skip Mandy. I I don't think so. I, I think Mandy is something that, over time... How many times have you seen Mandy?
3: Like, fucking three. You guys keep getting me to watch it, and every time I'm like, yeah, it's still boring. Oh,
0: we're the ones who are getting you to watch it? I don't know. All right. Blame me for it, I guess. I i i really like that movie that one's building up in my mind over time i really like that one uh other one con air that's another ah, here's one.
3: the loud music cues and that guy's weird tiny dick isn't it funny i mean I, oh you're doing one of your gonna you're, happen you're doing, for 80 you're
0: doing minutes we reduce the movie to nothing that no one ever cares about that's cool it's really funny and unique uh yeah there's other ones that he does con air is really good i watched good. some horror movies Okay, fine. Let's get on. To I'm just saying that he's got a whole lot of movies that are definitely worth talking about. It, it kind of feels bad to just reduce. Uh, what's your favorite Nick Cage movie? Like you should. It should be what's your favorite Nick Cage movies?
3: Correct. Breaking news: Nick Cage is good.
4: Parker, well am, am I not. in a am I in a drive angry kind of mood? Sorry, drive angry in 3D full title. <laughs> Speaking of disappointing, Dust Devil was very promising at first. Because yep. hardware is quite good Like, Chris, even if you don't enjoy hardware I feel like you would appreciate the way you appreciate it. It is Mad impossible Max, to not like, enjoy hardware. hardware To see faster. how little money he had in just a fully realized, lived-in world like that Like, at the very least, you would like it on a technical level well, Dust better. Devil is very similar to that With, like, three or four moments of, like, oh shit, here we go, here we go and There's a lot of nothing in between
3: It's It was very disappointing we're doing that still gorgeous. Here? Like, my God. Here we go. I remember Parker messaged me, like, ten minutes into this movie. He's like, dude, you gotta watch this fucking movie. And I was like, yeah, just wait. <laughs> and you were correct.
4: My yeah. eyes started wandering. I looked down. I was like, huh, I'm an hour and ten minutes in, huh?
3: Yeah, and then, like, you immediately get brought back when that fucking skull comes alive. Buddy. It's like, oh, shit, maybe we're going somewhere. And then, nope, we're just gonna fuck around the desert for another 20 minutes. Awesome. Hey, you like the color red?
4: I... Skippy, no know I do. Well, Skippy, no like, know I love a strong color movie. palette. Yeah, it was... Colors! <laughs> Started strong. Had a couple good moments, but... Yeah, that was that was a letdown. Mm-hmm. you hate to see it. But the Richard Stanley train had to continue to the island yes. of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> Which I'm
0: still surprised we didn't do a full episode oh. on.
4: Give it time. I could talk about this for weeks. <laughs> I, the only thing I knew was that what you and the other Alex had said, what, years ago now on an episode? I guess so, well. Wow. And then, like, the bits I'd heard about the production, house a nightmare. So I wasn't, I didn't know much about the movie itself. Oh my god, you guys. I, <laughs> I thought I was prepared. Oh, I say, like, the movie is terrible. But, playing it straight for like 20 minutes, and then him entering that room and just seeing a giant human-horse hybrid giving birth, and then all of the doctors are also weird monster animal men, real good. That was real good stuff. That was an immediate, like, perky on my seat, like, yo, is this movie actually good? Like, everyone (laughs) fucking with me? Turns out, it is not, and they weren't.
0: How fucking fat is Marlon Brando? (laughs) I mean, at that <laughs> point, I don't even know if that was the fattest in his life because he was so old, you
4: know. Like, the, like, but he there was, was once there was one scene where he was like standing up near the back of the frame, fucking panoramic, <laughs>
0: Just, like, gargantuan man. I, I think not... technically he may have been bigger in uh, Apocalypse Now, but uh, yes, he he was girthy. <laughs> His first scene where they carry him out there and he's got all that
4: white shit on his face. (laughs) He looks and sounds exactly like Emperor Palpatine and it is the most confused I've ever been in my life. (laughs) Because I don't know if it was on purpose
3: guys he's an acting genius you can tell because he like this and all of his scenes
0: so like that's one of the things about richard stanley is you can see why he quit this movie because you gotta know what well, you're quit getting is with one word Brandon for it. oh yeah you're right yeah I guess fire <laughs> okay so the thing about like Everyone knows that Marlon Brando is impossible to work with. We've known this since the 70s. We've known this since, I think, before The Godfather, that he was impossible to work with. But I guess we didn't know for sure about Val Kilmer. Dude. First of all, (laughs) him just in a Hawaiian shirt
4: for half of this movie. Clearly not wanting to be there. At the height of his powers, after... Let me check my notes here batman forever <laughs> acting like the biggest piece of shit i also watched the lost soul documentary immediately afterwards no one on that staff has a nice thing to say about val kilmer which is, <laughs> which is hilarious because it's like it's fucking val kilmer like enjoy it buddy you got like eight months left
0: on this run fucking, oh right yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> wait was this oh, hold up i'm trying to get my timelines here i'm pretty sure this is after tombstone right tombstone was what 93
3: yeah Yeah. this was he was coming off fucking tombstone batman and heat
0: like oops i'm gonna live forever (laughs) Oops. (laughs) i mean yeah i mean think about it it's like he was a really really great actor he had a lot of really great hits and then batman forever which was i i'd say he was awful and some people like that i guess but apparently the fact that he was batman at one point really went to his head I wonder who's like for you, who's the more entertaining actor in uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau? Because for me, it's Kilmer. I mean, can I pick the. The little red guy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Let's call him his name. Let's call (laughs) him
4: Sam. Here's the thing. (laughs) I had remembered that.
3: And you said, let's call him his name. I thought you were going to have a Lovecraft moment. I don't know. I didn't know
4: this exact shit that I, Mr. Lovecraft, please. <laughs> so I had remembered that Doctor. Mephisto on South Park was noddled after Doctor. Moreau. Mm-hmm. I have not watched the first couple seasons in many, many years, so I had forgotten about the little friend. So when he appeared on screen, it was a real like, oh fuck <laughs> that thing. Also, something that I did not pick. There was a big s- week for South Park. On The show. There was a scene later on that, as it happened, I was like, this has tickled something deep in my mind. And then the documentary confirmed it. It's the scene where they're playing pianos together, where he has a piano, and his little friend has a little piano. <laughs> and then it shows Dr. Evil and Minnie me and I stood up and pointed and yelled, <laughs> I fucking knew it! <laughs> At 3.30 in the morning. <laughs>
0: weeks episode a lot
4: of austin powers discussion just, offline this just last did week. that fucking uh, yeah. walton
0: goggins thing from hatefully I, I fucking knew it, it. <laughs> I like
4: uh my girlfriend like we were, i put it on she was gonna watch it for a little bit and then go make dinner the movie is just such a baffling nightmare she was sucked in immediately and watched the like whole thing. right off the like, bat you can't you once it. you get to that reveal it's like well I gotta see where this goes It's only 90 minutes yeah, Like this much. is not a huge comp- yeah. I've got an hour Let's fucking do this Like Man that movie is I,
0: I don't know if that was Marlon Brando's last role Or something like that I guess that was the point in time Where Marlon oh, Brando His
4: Orson... last role No never mind. I'm thinking about Orson Welles Doing that fucking Transformers movie No the movie that killed Orson <laughs> Welles They're both about those the same are... size Yeah those two are the same In my mind Because they're just Two fat old assholes <laughs> I have no room for either of them
0: yeah, just what okay, Parker, if you movie. want me to assign you something good, I want to make you watch his wine commercial where he's drunk out of his mind. The
4: French wine!
0: Like, <laughs> sick. you doing great. Okay, something? take three. Oh! <laughs> he's so cool. Everyone's just kind of like... You're like, oh my god, I can't believe I went to Juilliard for this. Like, you like you go home and you tell all your like your friends, are like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I get to act with Orson Wells. <laughs> oh, rich body wine, sensibly priced in dollar junk. <laughs>
4: Whoever leaked those, like, deserves a star on the Walk of Fame. <laughs> they are kings or queens.
0: Instead, I a lot of people also I, I've seen a lot of YouTube recommendations for like classic actors. I think I watch a lot of Don Rickles videos or something. Anyway, I saw... You know
4: what? I'll just crop. That counts on the bingo board. I'm just gonna cross that off. Mm
0: -hmm. I guess. Yeah, fine. But, uh, fucking seeing Marlon Brando outside of his makeup or whatever. First of all, the man completely disheveled. The the guy needs a comb or someone in the hair and makeup department or something. Also, turns out he's as boring off the screen as he is on the screen. (laughs) He fucking sucks
3: important question. Do you think he'd be a better Uncle Fester than whoever we
0: got? Better than Christopher Lloyd? I don't think so. Christopher Lloyd is funny.
3: He's got the look down I know he has the
0: look down Perfect. Maybe have Christopher Lloyd... Well, you know, that's the thing is you can't even have Christopher Lloyd uh, overdub his voice because... Fucking, he would just like not even act with any sort of energy or anything Christopher Lloyd is a perfect you, you guys think you guys think Marlon Brando can do a
3: Monty Python voice <laughs>
0: i uh, no. oh, wearing a silly little dress oh, One good. of my favorite stories is uh, <laughs> apparently Marlon Brando was a merry little prankster on all of his movie sets so in addition to being impossible to work like with, Jared he's just fucking mooting people <laughs> the entire time Can you imagine someone like Marlon Brando having fun? I can't I've, I played a prank on <laughs> I can't on imagine and ate <laughs> all of craft services
4: again
3: i such a cheeky gaffer. I can't imagine him pulling his pants down and then being able to get them
0: back up. It's <laughs> a real one and done. That's the break you have to have, like, the best boy in the gaffer pull his pants up. <laughs> He's yes. so
3: difficult to work with because he demands a little ass flap on the back of all his costumes. <laughs> like the time he <laughs>
4: Otherwise, it's a pulley system <laughs> with multiple helpers.
0: It's like the really fat man dark from that uh, episode. Where
3: that's that's actually why they wrote that little man into the movie. Oh yeah, my exactly. boy, I shit it out of my doo doo ass again.
4: <laughs> Great. Oh, there's our goodness. entire budget right there. This doddering old man who's listening to his lines through an earpiece. <laughs> Fucking. Great.
0: Yeah, that's the thing about him is he's kind of grown in legend for some nonsense where he would be suddenly he reverently looks up uh, to, at, at the sky as if he's speaking to God when he says he's lines. No, the cue cards were up there. He didn't want to memorize any of his lines. Anyway, Fucking part uh, Alex to answer your question, would he be a better Uncle Fester? Only in the sense he's a you know method actor that sort of thing. He looks like he smells. <laughs> oh
4: my god. Yeah, those <laughs> folds are just. <laughs> Oh, the creases.
0: You just imagine, like, the hair coming out of his ears and all those ear mites. Hefty little snack right there Acting genius. <laughs> I've never liked Marlon Brando. I think he might be, like, as far as I have, like, I don't know if there's, like, a list of overrated actors, but he's up there with Kevin Costner.
4: I think that was one of the first people to make me just distrust all film scholars. Like, no, fuck this guy, and fuck all of you for but telling me he's I, I, Yeah, I, I have no ass.
0: affinity for Marlon Brando
3: they finally find him at the end of Apocalypse Now, and he tells them about the two tight end war. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> now,
4: my night with Richard Stanley was in-depth. Which, by in-depth, I mean, I just went to his IMDb trivia. And here's two trivia pieces back-to-back. Turn down an offer to direct Spice World. Turn down an offer to direct Judge Dredd. Those two thoughts have been with me for days now. <laughs> yep, I have man. not been able to stop thinking about either of those. I could safely like. say,
0: I, I, I'm entirely on his side, <clears> though, because <throat> I don't think I'd want to work in Hollywood anymore after that experience. <laughs> People no. say, oh, no, you, look what we have for you. A nice, fresh face, Sylvester Stallone. No, oh, wait, don't walk out the door. We still have Rob Schneider. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> uh, if not, it's, oh, he has to be in it. Okay, well, oh, so we uh, got to sp- the mountains I go. Alright, I understand you're probably not into the Spice Girls, but guess what? We also got meatloaf for ya. you. You like singer, fun cameos, don't you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Mr. Brando, please. He's a person. <laughs> He's
0: just sucking on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I very strongly recommend watching the Lost Soul documentary. I, it's I, on right, Prime. Tell you what, I'm, I'm
0: going to get to that one, then. Because uh, I've heard nothing but great things. I keep That's the one I keep hearing. is like, the documentary is better than the movie. Well,
4: Parker. I, the movie is a nightmare, but like everyone has to watch that movie. Oh, everyone I'm has so glad. To I'm so glad I did, because yeah. I will not forget
3: it. Would Marlon Brando have made a better Fat Bastard? <laughs> I...
4: We have not stopped thinking about Austin Powers these last couple of days, and it is very intrusive. It's, yeah, because, like, on one hand, it might suck, but on the other hand, there's some good stuff in there. So
0: here's a good example. My baby back. back, baby back. I want my baby back. It'd be back. Oh some fucking corn on the side. What oh, does number two work for? T- number f- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean you sure that
3: turtles boss will
4: make me laugh every time I think about it for the rest of my life.
3: <laughs> Heather Graham having to fuck Marlon Brando would somehow be more disgusting than what we
0: got. Actually, you know, speaking of alternate uh, roles here, uh, here's a little bit of movie trivia for you, uh Parker. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, Orson Welles lobbied really, really hard to get the role of the Godfather in the titular movie. And he even offered to lose weight. I gotta tell you, wow. better <laughs> movie right there. Now that's I'll a big mean, deal. Because I think at his biggest, Orson Welles was like a lot bigger than uh, the Marlon Brando. Because I'm pretty sure Orson Welles got up to about 400. Jesus I don't God. know if I don't know if all Colonel Sanders nice. ever got there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. All I can think about now is that clip from the critic, which Parker, you still need to see, uh, of Apocalypse. Wow, he starts doing like a dance, and like egg roll starts falling out of his sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about egg rolls ever again. Oh so, my god. Oh god. Can you Still imagine? recovering weeks later. You say that, but that's like, oh, last time uh, a white guy came in here it was Marlon Brando, so he just gave him as many egg rolls as he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All I can think about now is like, I don't think you heard me correctly. Give me all the spring rolls that you have. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And we have this many ready. No, no, no. This will be an extended stay.
2: <laughs> I, I shall retire to
4: my quarters. Bring them
3: post <laughs> I'll be retiring to my quarters. And this is the best runtime padding we've ever seen. I know, great?
0: setting up a residency here. <laughs> <laughs> for for like, two of us, didn't watch any movies. And we we're just talking about fat guys in movies. About- <laughs> just rapping. Oh my god! Here's an alternate casting for you. How about uh, How about Marlon Brando as Louie Lastic and Remember the Titans? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Marlon Brando gets God. one more concussion. Oh he's my God! Die. He, he gets a quarterback because <laughs> right, right. he couldn't. No one could understand his audible. <laughs> all
3: right, guys, hear me out. Marlon Brando as Job of the Hut. <laughs> What's but the just like
0: in his regular
3: clothes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but also there's yeah. just a little puppet. Salacious so like, Crumb laughing. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the original cut where Job of the Hutt was just like a dude in a fur coat <laughs> yes. except it's just Marlon Brando. Oh my god.
0: I just thought about oh. that picture of Kevin Smith in those jeans pumping gas. <laughs> and,
3: and and then and then we could get his little friend to play
0: Yoda. call oh him a pull in my brown tape, man.
4: Okay. But here's the thing. This Marlon Brando is Silent Bob in every view movie. Oh,
0: uh, I'd like hearing Marlon Brando silent. But
3: he's He's only silent because he's struggling to get out his dialogue he's still, in a timely he's manner. Still <laughs> he's still swallowing. i method acting. I
0: don't remember the rap lyrics he gave me. Jason, slow down. <laughs> what, is, what is a snoogin? Then
4: <laughs> <laughs> his heart just seizes having could, to say snoochie could, boochies. Could, could, just, what a
0: dignified fucking, death. Can we Suck we just, a dick. Could we just fucking do ice cream instead of this marijuana? Oh my god. god he
3: even takes forever to die in The Godfather. <laughs> like, he does, yeah. I, f- I fucking
4: hate Marlon Brando, you guys. <laughs> same. <laughs> Glad we're all on the same page here.
3: Yeah, if there no, were a Brando defender, this, I, podcast, not a, this Not on this end, uh, no.
0: I, I can't stand Brando. Love Horse and Wells, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Big fan of the Transformers movie. So, Parker, did you watch anything else? <laughs> I sure did.
4: But a couple things about that documentary. Like, ten minutes in, they just casually name-drop. Like, oh yeah, Richard Stanley's great-grandfather is the dude Colonel Kurtz is based on in Apocalypse Now. That's oh, just shit. a thing they just casually mention. Like, <laughs> okay, hey, by the way, here's this small bit of lore. <laughs> and That's mostly why Marlon Brando's in the movie. I love lore.
0: Wait, why? Do, what does Marlon Brando have to do with it? Don't worry about it. Is it, is it yeah, like one yeah. of those things? Oh, yeah, the Apocalypse Now sort of thing. Sorry. I forgot that. I, I forgot that. I thought Orson Welles was dead <laughs> instead. As soon as you said that, I doubted myself. Like,
2: fuck,
4: wait, I thought he was dead.
0: It's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, they, like I said, they same roll,
3: person. They, they roll up at the end of Apocalypse Now and just hear, I ate the baby. <laughs>
0: Oh, did you so did you guys ever read, uh, it was like, apparently one of the most famous movie articles, or infamous movie articles or something like that, about uh, the amount of trouble that Marlon Brando was causing on the set of The Count of Monte Cristo remake or something like that. It's an old article, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't read it, but it's so totally worth it to just hear how much of a fucking prick he was. Apparently his pants burst because he was eating too much ice cream. <laughs> Real I mean, story. Okay. I would like to retract all previous <laughs> statements. Actually,
4: Marlon Brando is a close personal
0: friend, and I respect him. <laughs> friend of the show. He's really winning us back here. Yeah. We, you know, we'd like to shout out to our producer, Marlon Brando. That would be the moment where I get dragged off into the woods behind the studio. <laughs> if
3: Marlon Brando were our producer it would explain why the editing takes so long. <laughs> Okay, a couple quick things about the
4: documentary, because you should all watch it, but just a couple quick things. <coughs> I would, th- watching this made me super excited for Color Out of Space, because Richard Stanley's in Irby. He's talking about how he has to meet with Marlon Brando, and the dude, the guy tells him, like, dude, Brando's fucking pissed. Like, he's going to rake your ass over the coals. So, Richard Stanley's dead pants. So I resorted to witchcraft And then just You think he's joking And then he just starts talking about Visiting a warlock And a hand getting sliced open And there's a picture of a dude In a robe on a pentagram And he's being dead serious And you're like Alright well I'm okay. fucking in for This Lovecraft movie is now Like I don't know anything about it But
0: What's the worst that just... happened? The <laughs> exactly. worst will be entertained You know
4: So they were ready to roll in this movie <laughs> With Brando, Bruce Willis, and James Woods <laughs> Bruce Willis leaves because he has to go through his incredibly awful divorce. Right. Val Kilmer shows up the premiere of Batman Forever. He's like, hey, I want 40% less shooting days, by the way. <laughs> so they have to shuffle like half the cast around. And he, uh, they throw to Richard Stanley like, hey, so Bruce Willis already walked and if Val Kilmer walks, we're shutting this whole thing down. And this was like a huge passion project for Richard Stanley. So he's like, all right, fuck it, I guess we'll just figure this out. <laughs> They go all the way out to Australia. Everything is going terribly. Like they haven't even started shooting. Falcumber's already being a total shit. Everyone hates him. He's losing all control. None of the actors are getting any direction. Then a fucking hurricane hits.
0: Oh it's, my god. He I don't think fired. I would have survived.
4: He gets fired like halfway into the documentary. It's real good. I bet. It's exactly. like a quick ninety minutes. It's very good. Yeah. You haven't seen it since uh, you last talked about it, right? You're right, yeah. Maybe it'd do for a rewatch? Uh, did you watch the ending credits scene? I can't remember. It's the scene where uh, one of the little monster things gets dropped off in a sack at the Egyptian theater in London. And all these other cats come out and start circling it. <laughs> and then they start teaching that cat about the Jellicle way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit. You I... Me.
4: Hate James Corden. So oh, I actually watched it. Oh, I just do it a bit. Chris, when you texted me that, I had already seen it. Oh, <laughs> Don't really? Oh. I
2: hate <laughs> James Corden so
4: fucking. Oh, all right, I guess
0: that's two God. versus one. You guys both hate James Corden more than uh, I hate Rebel Wilson. I think uh, it's fair.
4: She is not off the hook yet.
3: Buddy. Oh. <laughs> what a fucking. Vile movie. <laughs> Why are you wearing that stupid cat suit?
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, I sort of half agree with what you said, Alex, about how like after a little bit you just get used to the CGI. Yeah, basically. Until a cat enters that you recognize, because once like just a cat comes in, and it just has Judy Dench's face on it. I'm f- I'm fucking out. Like yeah. that's immediately <laughs> a sobering,
3: cold shower. Huh. What the
0: fuck? Actually, for me, it was the opposite. If it was a person I didn't recognize, that was more unnerving. Like, yeah, Robbie Farrell. Like, Monk
3: trap. Trap.
4: Well, yeah. I wish I had that experience, because seeing Judy Dench just sleeping in that little basket Uh-oh. shook me to my core. <laughs> She's making the
0: Nala sex eyes at Ian McKellen. I... Oh, my God. Those two fuck so hard in those alleys. Oh, yeah. Is... They threw their backs out. <laughs> Parker, 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 Parker. If you could describe the Rumtum Tugger in one word, what would it be?
4: Curious. Would be my word for him. Actually, I think that's a fair <laughs> Also what word. I would go yeah, with. Yeah, I would
0: I would describe him as curious. All right. Yeah, I guess that's the only word. When that Taylor works Swift shows up oh, 70 minutes into the movie part. to
4: be like, "Hey guys, here's your villain." <laughs> I almost killed myself. <laughs> that's why my jerk of the week is Macavity. <laughs> Cuz that cat just shows up and starts teleporting And I <laughs> thought I was gonna black out
0: I told you man He just sends people to the cornfield
4: And Andrew's <laughs> Elba cat just teleports in And then makes a cat disappear And then starts singing and then leaves I thought someone was fucking with me Like oh, He's
0: sending to him to some bars in the middle of the Thames. Oh let's do a joke about that <laughs> I think one of the best parts of of uh, McCavity who I don't know if that was my favorite cat in there because he was so fucking like he shouldn't exist. That turns the movie to like a sci-fi Him? movie because he just very disappears uh, oh, people into this middle of nowhere that disappears himself. He just operates like a Harry Potter character and says McCavity when he just <laughs> shows up for so his song
4: and dance with Taylor Swift <laughs> completely
3: nude. <laughs> oh <laughs> I can't it's it's funny, because in the stage production, that character has no lines, on purpose, because he's just supposed to be a menacing dude that's, like, off-screen. And then they're like, oh, well, we have Idris Elba, so we have to have him do things. What if he knew magic? <laughs> what if he could make cats
4: disappear over and over and over?
3: I love that it's not made clear at any point that he wants to be the Jellicle Joyce I know for what we're just reason? left to infer that what? yeah yes. like, it's called subtext it. you ever heard of it like we understand why the other ones do like <laughs> Gus the theater cat does cause he's like old and about to die and Rebel Wilson does cause she's a fat piece of and, shit and, like, uh, why uh, does... and
0: Monka Strap wants it so he can finally have a girlfriend <laughs> like I thought
4: I'd seen everything, and then when Skimble Shanks appears, <laughs> I, I fucking told could you, do, Like dance dude. Oh, my,
0: oh my. god. I could not. <laughs> that fucking slow motion just, tap dance. I I had my first I was like I have to Parker watch this. I was dying. Like no, we not get something
3: closely resembling like actual plot development and then smash cut to yeah but what about the skimble shanks tap dancing railway cat where is skimble shanks
0: (laughs) we have to think about skimble has
3: anyone asked skimble what he
4: thinks about (laughs) kobe bryant get him on the phone and then they're all looking for him and then he appears with his haunting visage (laughs) and tap dances (laughs) and there's still like 40 minutes left you're just looking around in
0: horror. It's a Mr. Krabs looking around thing. Oh, my
4: God. Imagine my surprise. I was like, oh, this will wear off later. And then in the first ten minutes, she eats
0: those crickets. I was like, oh, fuck. I think I'm going to
4: die. This is it. This is how it happens.
0: Oh, man. All right. Did, did, wait, did she not laugh at her really funny no, jokes? No, I'll
4: stop you now. No, fucking didn't. No, it's a callback because she she took off her fur one time. Oh, with, God. That and then so she did it again to escape the trap. And bone chilling. Jokes. Hey, Rebel, you know what? Just whatever comes to the top of your head. Just rip, riff them off, baby. You're yeah. so fucking funny.
0: So can we just declare a moratorium on, a, on assigning each other Rebel Wilson movies?
3: We're going to run out pretty That's quick. That's good point, thankfully.
0: yeah. I I, she needs to be unemployed. I.
4: Just... There is no better word than haunting. <laughs> it is... It will stick with me for the rest of my life.
0: See, that's one of I those movies that's worth all those uh, normie, uh, over-the-top, angry reviews sort of things. That's a really bad movie. Um, not only like was the, the other one, I guess <laughs> the Doolittle one. You know? The best review I saw is
4: still, shout out to dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's so simple.
0: Keep it simple, keep it short, you
4: know. Not oh my god! This is the most epic piece of fucking bacon shit waffles. No,
0: just, just bacon shit. So You're watching the uh, nostalgia critic review. Sorry, I was reading some more letterbox reviews that you leaked. Oh, yeah, great. Brad Pitt probably has a really great. Uh, <laughs> She's <yeah>. fun, <laughs> or David Ehrlich,
4: <laughs> like Blank meets Blank. Got it.
0: Thank you. I can review so movies much. too.
4: I have one more film to talk about that friend of the show Lady Alex talked about recently a film called Sleepwalkers I'm so ready to hear about this the only film where Stephen King wrote the script not based on any of his works or anything just something he wrote for the screen I cannot express how unprepared you are to experience this movie it came out in 1992 so you know right in that sweet spot where all of King's books are coming out and people are like you know, I think I'm good. I'm going to pass on some of these. Just like the dregs of like, oh good, insomnia, desperation, regulators, bag of bones, girl who loved Tom Gordon, Dreamcatcher. catcher. Just all the real highlights that you look for. Right. So he's really <laughs> at his peak right now. Directed by Mick Garris, who at this point had directed The Fly 2 and Psycho 4. That's... <laughs> and Critters 2. So, this movie opens the way all good movies do, which is, of course, a dictionary definition. I wrote it down no. because man, My favorite way to now be keep, keep in mind. Literally, the only thing I know about this movie is that it's the one. The only thing Stephen King wrote as a screenplay. Sleepwalker, nomadic, shape-shifting creatures with human and feline origins.
0: What?
4: Yeah. Also, this
0: keeps did happening. Did not
4: plan on this. Fuck. This twenty-four hours was painful for me this did not happen by plan human and feline And then this
3: ended and you watched bear right oh god if only
4: vulnerable to the deadly scratch of the cat the sleepwalker feeds upon the life force of virginal human females probably source of the vampire legend from the encyclopedia of arcane knowledge 1884 so that's how this movie starts telling you like hey they're part feline part human but also they can get killed by cats but also they need energy from virgins
3: oh like gary oldman in lost in space yeah correct
4: glad we're all on the same page here. we
3: all have cat scratch fever
4: so, <laughs> does
3: any of them try to fuck a bowl of milk I'm just ask uh,
4: i'd prefer that but we'll get there so that's the first thing you see the second thing just a shitload of dead cats like a couple weeks ago, I was gonna watch this with my girlfriend, like, hey, this looks stupid. And we turn it on two minutes in. It's like, nope. That's <laughs> not ruining our night for this, because uh, she does not fuck with dead animals. She's not gonna suffer through it for this piece of shit, nor should she. So, we meet our two sleepwalkers a man and his mother. They both have the powers of telekinesis and illusion. They can just randomly turn invisible but also they have feline powers. Stay with me. Oh, like Peter Chris. Yes. They're both mind Cat like ability. I mean just you know what, when I'm done talking about it, just fucking Google it and look at the prosthetic cat faces. It is the funniest thing you'll ever see.
0: Okay, I already did that and Alex and I will be watching this next time she comes yes. over.
4: Yes, you will. So the main character, he's going to high school and he finds his virgin girl who's Shelly from Twin Peaks. Yes. And we're still in the first act and him and his mom, mom's like, oh god, we're dying, we're so hungry, we need to eat a virgin. And at some point, they just he starts making out with his mom. Hell, like, yeah. for reals. I mean, why, why... We go back to the school. You know where Stephen King really thrives is writing teenage high school girl dialogue. And it's real good. <laughs> a lot of believable characters. Good stuff. And here is the point where I write, in all caps, Oh my god, is that what the werecat looks like? Why even make the movie?
2: Because <laughs> there's truly no way
4: to explain the shitty clay <clears throat> dollar store makeup and fake teeth. There's a high-speed chase in which the werecat loses a cob... The cop, excuse me. There's a cop joke later in his, oh, great. In his fucking Pontiac. I said cop because at one point, like this movie plays it, I don't want to say serious, but like more serious, like a real movie for a bit. And then at one point he just stabs a cop in the head and says, it's cop on the cob. So it turns into that kind of movie extremely quickly. Uh, there's a scene where like mom's like, seriously, we really need to eat and then she freaks out and attacks them. they're like oh my god he hit me and then we just cut to him and his mom fucking like and that's not a joke like it's filmed like super centrally then just banging it out in the bed and then it pans over to the mirror and they've got weird monster bodies cause they're sleepwalkers the end of this movie <laughs> we keep teasing that these people who are part cat they can be shot over and over and over and over, they can be stabbed, be hit by cars. The only thing that actually hurts them is cats.
3: Oh god! <laughs> In, just like you just us. drop them to a bear exhibit <laughs> at the very
2: end of the movie. <laughs> We
4: keep seeing like cats gathering around the house because cats are also the only things that can see them when they're using illusions, <laughs> which you will see multiple <laughs> times in this tight ninety-minute movie. Oh my God. Only the cats can see through. The cats keep gathering and gathering and gathering, and they all jump on the mother and claw and bite her until she bursts into flames.
2: <laughs>
4: this might be a future episode. Five stars. It is the most powerful watching sci-fi channel in 1997 energy I've ever seen in my life. It sucks so bad, but is also so fucking good. It is one of the best and worst movies I've seen so far this year. We will absolutely be talking about it at some point. So yeah uh, Island of Dr. Moreau Cats and Sleepwalkers In a 24 hour period And I am now More powerful Than either of you <laughs> I You cannot stop me Alright That killed an
0: hour <laughs> Let's talk about The Colorado State I Boy Man That's <laughs> I had a week Evidently I'm I had
4: a day That was A 24 hour It was I've been through a lot Okay
0: A lot of cats <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Color Out of Space, a movie that does not have any cat. Oh, wait, there is a cat. I almost forgot. I'll get to the jump scare at some point. Uh, I actually didn't take any notes on this, so if I missed something, please stop me, fill me in. Um, now, I, I went into this not necessarily blind. You guys told me, you know, you know, Nick Cage is in it. Once you hear Nick Cage is in a movie, it kind of recolors it as this is a Nick Cage movie. That's not really the way I prefer to think about this, even though he does give uh, another Dick Cage performance. uh, He does a vampire's kiss thing in it, which I think was intentional. I think the director wanted him to do that. Uh, But I also don't know that I think about this as an H.P. Lovecraft movie, just because it's based on one of his works. Let's just say it, put it out here in the open. H.P. Lovecraft was never this good he could have never come up with uh, ideas like this or or set them into motion like this. This is so much better than HP Lovecraft deserves.
3: I feel like HP Lovecraft's like main contribution to literature was being willing to kill the main characters and like beyond that I don't know why anybody cares. Oh my
4: god, you guys, the thing I'm looking at, it's so fucked up. I can't even tell you what it looks like. <laughs> Just thinking about it, it's driving me crazy. Yeah. But... Oh, you, you guys had to be here. There are well, multiple the moments ending.
0: in the movie where I'm watching it and be like, wow, that is so scary looking. H.P. Lovecraft never would have written about it. Or it would have been like the very yeah. ending thing where he would have given a hint about it or something like that. It was like, oh, that's the climax. I'm like, no, no, no. That's the ending is where you put the ending. <laughs> uh, a weird purplish color appeared. And then everyone went home. <laughs> <Great. laughs> no, if you want to do it, I've read enough HB Lovecraft I can do a decent impression. Uh, so the, uh, uh, anyway, okay, sorry. So there was a, a bizarre violet light appeared from the sky. When I woke up twenty minutes later, it was all gone. <laughs>
2: they but they
0: told me stories of what happened, stories that were so frightening I cannot even commit to the ink upon the page lest I re-describe the terror. I am a professional writer, please give me money. <laughs> uh, no wonder he died alone, loser. All right, let's it's actually so talk. cool that like yeah, he was... was probably with his cat. <laughs> I don't think the cat lived. Jimmy I mean, once he realized uh, what the cat was named, he probably got really mad at it. Uh, I've had it. cat
3: in my head for <laughs> days. Ge-
0: that's what one you I have stuck,
4: stuck in
3: your head? For
4: They say it 47 times.
0: How could it not be? Uh tum tugger is the one that's stuck in my head. He will do what he do, do. Anyway, I know you let's, like let's when Robert Wilson to just book. screeches over it. It's <laughs> the worst part of it. Anyway, let's talk about the movie for a change. Uh, so right off the bat i'm having a good time with uh she's doing like that wicked thing she actually says the word blessed be the first thing i think about is uh book of shadows blair witch 2 but no i do like this movie actually <laughs> hang on a second yeah. that was the first thing <laughs> i'm proud of yeah. you I'm, i feel like i helped
4: break your brain to this. you snow. did
0: i mean uh, you know, I, I, did. I feel good about it i actually have to admit it's nice to see a hydrologist is the hero like, about time that hydrologists get their due as the real heroes of our society. Did you call your dad Water?
3: Yet? What's that?
0: <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, but, like, there's interesting stuff. I There's something about the way that it's shot at the beginning. There's something about the way that the music works with the scenes. There's sometimes where the music overruns the dialogue. But I like the effect. It almost feels like the music, I don't know if it represents something... But it's, it's almost like a force or an energy that, that's there at the beginning of the movie and it's gone towards the end of the movie when this invading water sickness, where there isn't even a word for it, becomes more and more present. The music isn't quite as uh, omnipresent as it is towards the beginning. And that was like one of the first things I noticed about the editing. And then we get to meet the man in the myth of legend, Nicolas Cage. I guess we can talk a little bit more about his performance in here. At first, you see him... You think he's just, like, a dad, right?
3: I mean, he's never just That's a the dad. thing. It's like, I, I knew in the back I, of my head, it's like, I there's gonna that. be
0: a little more to this performance, but at first I was like, wow, this looks like it might be sort of a subtle take over here, you know?
3: Like, I, th- I think it's interesting that you keyed in on the music. I mean, like, I'm not trying to make, like, a thing of this, but, like, the music's the only part of this movie I really didn't care mm-hmm. for. But, like... I was also immediately put into the same happy place that you were by the movie when we meet his son, the kid from The Guest. And I'm like, oh, okay, this movie just bought all the good. ones. Yeah, yeah, good like, thing. Yeah. Literally all of it. Because you like, know
0: that they cast that kid because of The Guest. <coughs> that means correct. that someone saw it. Like, him. there's, there's
3: yeah. no doubt in the world.
0: Yes. And that's that's mm-hmm. all I need. That kid's like, pretty good in this, too. He's fucking yeah. great in this. Yeah, I've... F- Sorry, I, I've read some really bad reviews about this movie. It's really <laughs> you have to rude. move past it. I'm still mad. I, I'm so I'm madder at those bad reviews than I uh, than Alex is at his computer. So, I mean, I'm not one to talk because
4: early in the movie, when they name drop Arkham, like I had a chill run down my spine just imagining someone go, "Do you think the Joker's in here?" <laughs> and, like I felt my
3: whole body tense oh, up for that. Yeah. Yeah, people are gonna make. A- I, I think this movie. This movie's a little too political for the Joker. Don't yeah. You're right. You know what? Joker likes to stay out of politics and social issues.
0: I'll get into politics in this movie. Uh, the, more so, the fact that I think that this is another one where there's not exactly a whole lot of politics. What,
3: what politics does this movie have? Phrenology. Well, they talk about the orange man
0: a lot. Uh, anyway, uh, I I didn't have a tremendous amount of strong feelings for the mother, but I just know that I'm going to be rewatching this again, and knowing what happens to the mother. Oh, oh man, God. that's going to make it so hard to rewatch. Uh, and no real thoughts about the kid. Uh, but
4: same sentiment as above. <laughs> Watching it again.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh,
4: that's buddy. Point, yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy.
0: Uh, I, oh, yeah, we should talk about the daughter. I thought she did a really good job. I was a, was a big fan of her performance in this.
4: Like When the movie opens with just some moody teenager trying to do a ritual in the woods, I'm like, all right, well clearly we're on the same do. space yeah. and then yeah, five minutes later she's just like crying in her room as black metal in her ears I'm like okay Richard Stanley on the same before. page here yeah. we saw this character <laughs> the same way I feel it like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: the thing that kept going through my mind watching this movie as it unfolded into the nightmare it becomes is like this dude just, like, lived in the mountains for two decades and then came up like, hey guys, I have an idea for a movie.
3: <laughs> and this
4: <laughs> living nightmare was, like, the vision he's been holding on to to make him come back. Yeah.
3: Which is... Yeah, but also, good. like, important questions. Like, where did that kid buy weed? Exactly. What the fuck? I mean, I have
4: a guess as to who was
0: supplying him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... So that's the thing, is, like, does this movie take place during the summer? Because uh, you never see him go to school, so I assume that but... Also, I assume that it would be a pretty heck of a drive to get all the way down from there. How did they get that house? I guess the uh, the father, Nick Cage, is a painter, and the mom is, I guess, a stock trader or something like that, and that's how they afford this manor. Then they just inherit it from his dad? Was it that? Maybe? I, I don't know. They
3: they did say that in the movie, but also, like, do you know how cheap buildings are in the middle of fucking nowhere, dude? That house is probably like 400 bucks. Really? Oh, my oh, God. Geez, I, want I to just kept looking those, at it thinking, like, this is all I want. I want to live I, in this giant I, house I surrounded guess, by these trees. I guess that's
0: the studio. Let's just go get one of those.
3: That's... Dude, like, for real, you can buy, like, a three-bedroom, two-story house in Indiana for, like, 40K. It's fucking oh, stupid. God, man, I, I would totally just away from people. And my little
4: neatness. <laughs> yeah, work the... from
0: home. Oh, okay. You'd have to get a really powerful satellite dish. So I can tell you that. That's, that's one of the fine. things is, like, towards the end of the movie, all these, like, really awful things have been happening to them, and she has a freak out about the Wi-Fi. I'm like... You know what? He understands modern sensibilities because honestly, that is like the most frustrating thing in the world, especially when your job depends upon it. And uh, that also leads to... I'm, I'm skipping way ahead. That skips to a pretty good Nick Cage freakout when he starts uh, budding into all the tomatoes one <laughs> after another.
4: <laughs> Slam <They're>, that bitch! <laughs> they're acting that scene as they're just... She's calling me like, okay, I just would you fix the fucking router! And he's just spiking them one after another. After another And just that casual It's a good idea, babe Yeah, I (laughs) like that one a lot That's really good. good A little button on the end of that scene but i do like that this takes place in modern times it does a real good job of modernizing the story because it's got things like lovecraft wouldn't have in his stories
0: like the internet and black scientists <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh also we, we should uh, give a little shout out to tommy chong between him and mm walsh it's nice for uh, really old weird dudes who live on the edge of the famous manor uh to get there too. who's gonna be the next really old guy to live near uh, Manor, uh, Parker, you said Danny Glover. Hopefully not Marlon Brando. <laughs> well, he's dead. Uh, Parker, you said uh, Danny Glover would be a candidate for this sort of yeah, thing. I'm really vying for that. Yeah. He
4: could use a role like this. Yeah. I'm a big fan of this new trend of just beloved character actors from 30 years ago showing up like, something fucked up going on up there. Uh, my vote right, bye
3: is, movie. as always, for... <laughs> he has realized Danny Glover is still getting real work, unlike Tommy Chong. Okay,
0: then we'll go for uh, Betty from The Mummy. I don't think he's old enough, I but like, I'll also okay. tell you. I'd like to change my answer to Benny from the Mummy. <laughs> I mean, it's either that or but, like for every character. Yeah. yeah, I'll just go with Benny from the Mummy. All
3: right, Nick Cage in this movie, but as Benny from the Mummy, <laughs> better or worse?
4: Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to trade Nick Cage, but also I would like to see that
0: movie. There's a There's a lot of things in here where I'm like, there's a lot of moments where I just feel like I wouldn't change a thing. Um, so at some point. I guess it's, what is it implied to be? I I like the fact that I don't really know how to describe it, Uh, which makes me feel like H.P. Lovecraft. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's it's not necessarily like alien invasion, but it's like there's something extraterrestrial comes down to work. It's Earth. just space yeah, thing. Space thi- yeah, space Exactly. Well, again, can't exactly write that down. I get paid for it. Uh, yeah, a space thing uh, comes down. <laughs> uh, evidently, you yeah. can. And they find this, it's I guess it's a meteor, a big purple meteor. And uh, first thing they do is they touch it. And uh, which... I mean, I have to admit, I'd probably do that too. I
4: mean, we're all going to die soon. I want to die knowing I touched a meteor.
0: Is that I, wrong? It's yeah. Go so out I,
3: I mean, like you, you touch it, and then like. A couple minutes later, once everyone else goes inside, you just come back out and just drop your balls. Oh, you got it! You know, just, just,
0: just, just to be sure. Yeah, you know? and then you like, you see your your sister reach for the exact place where your balls touch. Like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 oh. Hey, I didn't know you loved that so much. Loved what?
4: Loved touching my balls? You fucking weirdo! <laughs> Slam the door. <laughs> okay, so one of
0: the things I I, I, I saw some other reviews too, and one of the things that people who didn't like the movie focused a lot on is the alpacas. There is a oh scene early on where, uh, Nick Cage talks about the alpacas and it kind of goes on for a little bit, it goes on for like two minutes. You're just like, oh, okay, I guess they're, are they doing that thing where alpacas are the meme animal or something like that? Uh, they come back in a pretty big way later in the movie, <laughs> do a fucking thing reference there, I, I, I guess, uh, But anyway, after the meteor hits the ground there, I guess we could just go through the plot-ish, it starts to more or less affect the water supply. And uh, as they drink the water, or in Nick Cage's case, just bathe in the water, just covers himself with that water, they become more and more uh, insane, unhinged, and weird things start happening to their bodies. And uh, I think that's the real fun of it. Uh, This turns into a body horror movie at a couple different points. Here's a moment, uh, here's a good example, right? Uh, where the mother is chopping a carrot, right? And she's chopping the carrot, chopping the carrot, and uh, they're like, get your mother in here. And uh, the kid goes there to, like, tug on her sleeve. Oh, you know that she's going to cut herself. But, like, the way I'm looking, I'm like, I think they're going to do a fake out here. I think they're going to do, like, oh, you are so close to getting me to cut myself. You have to be more careful. No, she chops off three little piggies. It's-
4: there's definitely, because so many weaker movies would be like, okay, we're going to keep teasing it. No, it's like that night, like, no shit's already going down. Like, <laughs> y'all yeah. aren't even prepared. And if this is too much for you, <laughs> please consider leaving the theater. Yeah,
0: there are a couple yep. moments where the movie gets, and I don't often say this, actually scary. Because it has been so long since I've seen a horror movie that actually scared me. And this one got me at a couple places uh anyway yeah so she chops off her fingers and i have to say her reaction is one of the best parts about it she just she she's like i'm making a joke about this even though i like it she's like helga's mom (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're not wrong actually oh hey dear dinner's ready that sort of thing i i don't know why that's where my brain goes to i'm gonna blame alex for that one uh you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so they take her to the hospital. So she's uh, out of the movie for a little bit. She gets a little reprieve. Lucky her. She'll come back. I'm sure nothing's gonna happen to her. Uh, anyway, there's a scene where um, the daughter has to wash the blood off the knife. That leads to the sink overflowing with blood. I, I thought that was a really good scene. Uh, the the little brother is outside and he hears his friends. It's it, they're they're basically alien voices. Um, and I don't know what the uh, the kid from The Guest is doing. He did have a good line, though. He did say something was like, huh, I wonder how valuable this is. To which Nick Cage responds, Oh, it's something I never even considered. Okay.
3: I think, like, my favorite part of this part of the <clears throat> movie is the time lapses and the way that they're utilized. Because, like, we don't have the scene where people are like, Oh, let's figure out what happened in all this time. Like, Wow. I was just standing here doing this thing and now I'm doing this other thing oh wow the sink's overflowed oh what I thought I did this thing like, an, like hours ago what's happening and like nobody really tries to investigate it it's just understood as you're watching the movie that oh fuck shit's going down and I like the fact that like the characters are reacting to it, but they're not reacting to it like
0: movie characters. That's definitely true. And I think that's one of those things that, Parker, I think you could back me up on this. There's a lot of horror movies, usually haunting movies, where, oh, we're in this spooky mansion. There's all these strange things that are happening, and no one ever says, what if we just go? We're just They just walk out and they leave, and the movie's <laughs> over, right? That's actually my favorite
4: part of Insidious. It's like 30 minutes and they're like, all right, fuck this. And they just move to a new house. Yeah.
0: So like the thing that happens in this one, and I think it, maybe it's like a little cheap, but I like it as a cheat is there is a really strong possibility that the water is affecting their minds and it's sort of breaking down their will. And they're like, okay, maybe I just won't leave. Like, let's say here, this is home is one of the lines that is said at one point. Uh, there's a scene earlier on. Uh, I mean, there's a scene later on. I, I don't want to give it away. I, it's, it's hard to talk about this movie without spoiling it. Uh, there's a scene later on where Nicolas Cage has to make a very difficult moral decision for him. And he chokes. He doesn't do it. He was like, oh, no, I, I won't do this. That sort of thing. And you're thinking to yourself, it's probably the water is affecting his mind in some capacity. And I think that makes sense because when the daughter's washing the blood off the knife, right, and it leads to the overflowing sink, you think to yourself, that would be a sign, like, I have to get the fuck out of here. But there's all that water in that scene. That's probably what's affecting her. And I I think that's intentional. And uh, I I really like it. I really like it a lot. Uh, So one of the things I like about this movie is it's not like a whole lot of other horror movies. There aren't any jump scares that I know of except for the one, the cat, which was so good I had to rewind it because it's so brief. It's so... Oh, did you get a glimpse of that? And the best part is it's also set up by Tommy Chong really well. Uh, Tommy Chong is like, oh, you're looking for G-Spot? I don't think you'll her. <laughs>
4: <laughs> by the way, shout out to, in the credits, G-Spot the cat, played by Lucifer. Is a credit. I'll, rem- I'll remember that the rest uh, of my life. Thank you, movie.
0: <laughs> uh, finally give that cat a good name, huh? <laughs> uh, again, better than H.R.C.A.T.K. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, it's a Jellicle name. <laughs> it's a Jellicle it's name. A, it's a
2: different time, though. <laughs> I, I mean, they
3: say that every cat has a third name that only they themselves know. <laughs> well, we know. don't know so that So we'll that not you we get know, into the side to, layer with that name. Who's Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who is yeah, the H say, is for a heavy side? Who is to say what Cracker Man's third name is? So <laughs> Anyway. Mr. Gamer. <laughs> Mr.
3: Um, is uh is this the craziest people have gone over water since Crisis? <laughs> Fuck oh, me. That's a good hey. point.
0: Here we go. Not bad. I
3: like that. Not bad. That's good stuff right there.
0: Anyway, the mom's back in the house, and uh, she seems to be taking things uh, somewhat well. Although, one of the things I really liked is when Nick Cage is at the hospital, he's trying to call his daughter, and she's getting a call or something, but she it's completely incomprehensible. The sounds that are coming over that phone, I really, really liked whatever they were doing with the sound design. It sounds like that
4: is another movie where he is trying to. It sounds like him and mom and dad just trying to murder her. Yeah, exactly. Which is incredibly. well good.
0: that would, that would actually be a really good idea to like take that movie and just like really garble it, put it under like uh, radio feedback effects or something like that. Love the idea. I just
4: love the constant use of static and feedback. So we'll just be walking and you'll hear static and you're like, oh fuck, now what? <laughs> it's it's the middle of the afternoon. Surely nothing spooky. Again. Oh god. Yep. Oh, geez. So actually, and I'm like this movie confirmed that what I already knew—that I would never ever be a good parent. Because if at any point I go outside, my son's just staring at a well, whistling, and I'm like, "Hey, man, cut that out." He's like, "Oh no, I can... I'm talking to my friend. That kid has to die. <laughs> like that kid knows something, or something is in him. He's going in that well immediately." Uh,
3: yeah, Parker. Uh... And then we will all have nice time. <laughs> Parker,
0: I've got bad news. This this movie confirmed to me that I would be a bad dog parent. Because oh, God. when it gets to that scene with a well... Oh, that's even
3: worse know. than not parenting a kid. R
0: slash dog free. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, they, when it gets to the scene where the dog's in the well, and the kid's like oh, I have to go get him. It'll be like two minutes. I'm not going down a fucking well to get a dog, uh, even if... We'll some the lambs this. Either you get in that basket or you don't, man. Like, yeah, I mean... That's a there's, few dogs. Yeah, there's definitely that, but also there is a possibility that maybe the water was starting to affect his mind too because I'm not going down a fucking well. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard considering what I have seen at this point. Uh, like, even if you didn't know anything was wrong, like, I've seen Scooby. Exactly, I'm not that's, going that's down a there. idea. Actually, you know, we've been talking a lot about the audio. We should talk about the visuals, because that's probably the main draw of this. The color in this movie is just gorgeous to behold. Oh, man.
4: Skip, you know I love a strong color palette. Yeah,
0: boy, this one is one I'm going to be thinking about for a really long time. I want A lot of people are comparing this negatively uh, to Annihilation. I think this movie is a lot better than Annihilation. I know, Parker, you really liked it. annihilation was all right it does a lot of things well but it was i guess it was just a little bit slow for me uh too many broads but uh (laughs) thank you there it is (laughs) i i i have to say uh natalie portman i do respect you but i think this movie it goes somewhere uh and it goes somewhere a little bit more clear and somewhere it goes at a better pace i'll definitely say that much and i think the visuals are better for sure I think it's a lot scarier. Uh, There's a scene... uh, We'll we'll just say it for what it is. Uh, I guess when the third act begins... The third act begins a bit sooner than most third acts begin. When the movie becomes a body horror movie, uh, we all know what I'm talking about, I believe. Uh, The the mother and her son, which... That reveal, by the way, is fucking yeah case. that is usually <laughs> yeah in oh, any yeah. other horror movie that's that's where you're like oh we got five minutes left and things are about to go to shit that's that's like the hereditary ending that's like oh no things are this is supernatural what the hell uh no that's when things are just getting started yeah. you know i, I saw this at Man, draft. thank god
3: <laughs> sorry go ahead. no you, you i'll just say i I've saw
0: this at of you the
4: draft time. house and i realized at that moment of like they haven't even brought my check yet. Like there is right, a lot of right, movie left, yeah. and this has already turned into an absolute. I checked the runtime. I was
0: just like, oh my goodness, I have forty five minutes left. Yes. I oh, was so happy. Yeah, that boy, what a great, great reveal. So
4: many like as the way it's framed, I'm like, I see this one hand here, and in the back of my head, I'm like, Could you imagine though? So then like, could you like how weird are we gonna get with this? And then that slow pan shot, and
0: you're like, oh my fucking god. Right? And then, yeah. and then when he locks her in that attic, that reveal is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. That freaked me out more than Gonjum Haunted Asylum. Like Before it even becomes full monster, the gargling sounds mixed
4: with a child screaming is one of the worst things I've ever heard, but in a good way. <laughs> Truly like skin crawling, like make this fucking stop, get out of this room, I can't. And even when they're out of there, you just hear the fucking alpacas screaming outside.
0: Oh my god, the sound of this movie is quite upsetting. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that uh, um, w- when you think about like the really scary visuals from there, it's it's that shot that whatever it is. And again, I, I don't want to give it away or anything. But like one of the shots I keep seeing online for Colorado Space is a. Uh, I guess the climax is, like, just about the very end of the movie where uh, the daughter is covered in all that purple shit at the end, and she's just sort of staring blankly at the guy. That one didn't quite scare me, but that's when you know, well, she's probably not going to survive this movie. It's like, oh, no one makes it. Got it. Yeah, that's like, oh, no, there is no final girl.
4: (laughs) Because you realize pretty quickly, like, okay, like, it's about this family, but she is our main character. Like, she's right, who we're yeah, And then it gets to that point, you're like, oh, all right then. Yeah, she's more or less a person that you're,
0: you, you identify with her, you, you like her, you you want to see her survive, and oh no, oh no. And as someone who enjoys
4: seeing occult shit in movies, I enjoy how a lot of we are seeing her, like, doing her ritual in the forest, and there's always, like, a copy of the Necronomicon. And then it cuts later like, oh no, she's like carving symbols into her chest and hands like oh, we're about this, like this movie has we're going deep with magic, like put it in my veins, Richard Stanley, give me magic and space monsters
0: that's all I want. Boy, I I, I'm looking, I just googled Colorado Space went to images and some of these shots are so so good You you should watch Hardware. I probably should I probably should. The last, the very last shot of
4: uh, the guy just standing on the bridge at that sunset is like Yes, that's the fucking Richard Stanley-ass shot right there. And it takes its sweet time. Like, yep. that's right. Drink it in, fuckers. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah. And I love how they do the beginning, too. Like, there's so many scenes at the beginning. Just just focus on a regular-ass tree for a couple extra seconds. And they keep doing that, so you, you get accustomed to everything. And just to start to notice, like, well, that wasn't purple. That thing sure wasn't purple.
0: And, you know, one of the things that I like about horror movies is when you get a good gun... And a good explosion with the blood and everything like that. And not just taking out the whatever it is upstairs. uh, It's also the alpacas scene. Uh, That reveal might be... If anything in a movie makes
4: me happier than that this year, it's going to be a great year for movies. Yeah. yeah, I went right to the dog
0: beast from the thing when I saw them. Like, oh, thank you. I was hoping for something like that. Uh, I guess we should get into the... It should, it should practically be a reoccurring like, sound effect where it's like, now we don't like to get too political on here for Holly weird. But uh, the stuff with the mayor, I liked how little of it was in the movie. If they had really overpowered with that, it would have been way too distracting. But instead, it's like this undercurrent thing. It's like, this is probably something that human beings should pay attention to. Um, the The idea of water health and safety and everything. I, I didn't need, like, necessarily a Flint, Michigan stamp or anything. But uh, I, I like that it was something that was in the background. It's like, this is something that matters. This is something that is important. This is something that humans ought to care about. Nah. <laughs>
3: it, it's, it's really useful for grounding yeah. the movie. For not just being, like... Hey, here's this weird thing going out on, on the middle of the woods, and who knows where it is or when it's happening? Oh, it's mystery, and it just it gives you a little something to make it. I'm not going to say more relatable, but I mean grounded. Grounded lines. is, you know it is I mean? the right
0: word. It it makes it so that also so that there is a point to this. If you if you try to ask me what the point of annihilation is, I guess my brain is too small to identify it. But the point... It's a lot like Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. I'll explain okay, to you later. You, yeah. I'll send you a Reddit thread <laughs> the, about the it. The point of this movie is... I, I think there's a couple different points in here. But there's a, there's a bunch of different themes that are readily identifiable to anyone who watches this movie. And despite all, the, all those bad reviews that I saw online, I think that anyone who listens to this podcast could sit down and watch Colorado Space and not just have a good time, but have a great time. This is the best January release I've seen since I, I don't even know what else.
3: Since Serenity.
0: I, oh, you're right. Yeah, Serenity. I completely don't forgot about it. Don't make me pick between my babies. Oh, man. I completely forgot about that one. I, I guess that's an, that's an ironic one, but still. Uh, no, false. Oh, it was actually good the entire time. It was I,
3: I only watch good movies, Chris. uh, Yeah,
0: of course. You would never watch a bad one.
4: No, you have to watch the bad ones, he picks. Yeah, I know. That's how it works.
0: Well, I don't know. Uh, SonicFan91 will tell me which ones I'm going to watch. I'm going to register that account Uh, on iTunes. Correct. You
3: are going to tell yourself what
0: you're going to (laughs) watch. Oh, man. Last January release I have on here before Serenity is the Queen's Corgi. So mixed bag. Nice. Like, I saw this like two hours
4: before we recorded, so I scribbled out a bunch of stuff. One note I have in quotes is just alpacas are the animals of the future. And I feel like that line's going to stick with me, as well as just the deadpan. The car isn't happening. It's such a perfect encapsulation of like everything's fucked words don't even work anymore i don't know what to where why is this happening <laughs> no
3: nope, it's, car's not it's happening, such so. good it is too yeah. like i can't imagine anyone else delivering these lines except clearly for better yeah, yeah, yes. well, now that's long 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 it's
4: about, huh? one of the most relatable things I've ever oh seen. yeah i have lived that moment where everything is going wrong i'm like let me just turn this on and just a complete breakdown yeah <laughs> I, I felt very seen in that moment.
0: yeah absolutely oh boy now I'm thinking about uh, the last we ever see of uh, Tommy Chong in that movie with the voice on the tape recorder and then it starts going backwards like in uh, The Haunting of Sharon Tate I, I wrote the same thing <laughs> <laughs> like a color out of Helter Skelter <laughs> fuck yourself oh I hacked into your Evernote account <laughs> and uh, there, there, there are other things on here that are worth mentioning. We didn't really talk a whole lot about uh, the voice that Nick Cage does at a certain point. How about you just fuck off? He says to his teenage daughter. <laughs> I love that that voice is
4: like. Forty percent of a Trump impression. <laughs> <I> can... <laughs> Never thought about that comparison. And I like the it's fact the best that. Season. Sorry. I like the fact that Richard Stanley's over
0: favorite uh, Nick Cage movie is *Vampire's Kiss*. He said, "Can you just do that again?" He's like, well, "Let me see if I can still surf with that." Yeah, I think I can do that, boys. <laughs> like the best part of that scene is when he's like actually i'll
4: fuck off and he just walks between them <laughs> purposefully it's such a oh, great small touch you never split it's the gold such post, a man. dickhead move
3: it's so good that's powerful high school bully energy
4: i'm really appreciate I'm, it.
3: i just so happy that he's paying for all his castles and his weird islands and like all of the other yeah things the alimony wants. like keep keep working man
4: yeah <laughs> hey why are we in this weird lovecraft movie oh i had to pay off this dinosaur skeleton He's, we don't deserve
0: him. <laughs> He's basically He's like so the opposite fun. of uh, Harrison Ford. He really likes acting and is fun to watch.
4: <laughs> oh, man, thinking about Marlon Brando as Jabba, just him and Harrison Ford just uh, mumbling
3: through an
0: entire scene together. Now, I'm thinking...
3: Same, but Marlon Brando as that dog in Call of the Wild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Think like about Marlon Brando as uh, any single character in this movie. He would be the little kid. He'd be the one who's just staring off at nothing. i um, Talking
3: to my friends. <laughs> Can you imagine him as one of the alpacas <laughs> being <laughs>
4: milked? <moat? sighs> that scene has some good delivery, too. Man, there's some good delivery. There I really
0: know. is, yeah. You sure you don't want to taste? Oh, messing
4: out. Like him milking that and the kid going, wow, dad, great shot. Like, so earnestly. <laughs>
0: <It's> so good.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry I got distracted. I thought about Marlon Brando a short round. No, <laughs> I need a second It's <laughs> So taking me on a journey.
0: <laughs> talkie, talkie, Dr. Jones. Guys, Gee, guys, he would guys, devour he some old. monkey brains. <laughs>
3: Marlon Brando as Oddjob. God <laughs> fucking
0: damn. Who throws a shoe, honestly? Instead he throws a platter full of food <laughs> and chases <laughs> after it.
3: I bet you're wondering how, how I survived on this spaceship for seven years.
0: Let <laughs> well, me we'll tell you something. They got a little snack container, just press the fucking button. That's right here. More than Brando's. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking
4: stupid. He is the space station. Hey, big boy. Big boy. <clears throat>
0: you think it could take Brando? Think it could t- could not or okay. All right, so uh, back to the movie, I guess. Uh, the climax. The climax at the end is something that I'm going to be thinking about for a long time. Uh, I don't like it when people say, yo, that movie was really trippy, man, because that means that it looked very strange and they can't think of a good word to describe it.
4: It was like blue and purple. <laughs> it was insane. A feast for the eyes. A phantasmagoric... Oh, it's alright. Yeah, man. there's
0: there's a it's lot of just, stuff there. It's just there, blue and red and purple. This is one of those things where it's just... Totally solidify the fact that this is something that uh, H.P. Lovecraft would never have the ability to write. Because we talk about other H.P. Lovecraft uh, adaptations. Reanimator is really the first one that I go to. Because I've actually read the Reanimator story. It is the worst zombie story I've ever read in my life. Because he takes forever to get to the damn point. You know that's. Note to self. Assign Chris the Walking Dead comic you know i have trouble reading anyway there's (laughs) oh i'm sorry Uh, i watch as many foreign movies as i do there's no way i'd have trouble reading uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that is
3: the second unnecessary flex of this podcast after of course chris telling us that he was six foot
4: fuck yourself
3: (laughs) just out of nowhere like ah yes she's
0: five foot i'm six
3: for those keeping score at <laughs> home, I can reach the top shelves with great ease.
0: To the other Alex who's inevitably listening into that nah, nah, stepstool.
3: Nah. I barely know her. <laughs> uh,
0: I can get the cat litter off the top shelf
4: tough, without though, even having because, to flex. Like, I choose to flex. It's,
0: it's tough, though, because like we have to bend over to hug them. It's like, oh, how about you jump and hug? We'll get one of those going. Um, When I was a teacher, we I used to... never touch. a When I was woman. a teacher, the girls used to call it a stand-up hug because I'd I'd have to squat all the way down like I was a catcher, hug them, and then I'd stand up, and they thought that was the greatest thing in the world because then they were six feet tall too. (laughs) Here's a taste of the good life, and you just (laughs) let go of them. (laughs) Yeah, that's what society does to you. Okay, so we're gonna just watch Joker. Make sure you take a lot of notes on it. And (laughs) teach a bunch of Korean kids about society.
4: Look
3: at me, I'm Pagliacci. (laughs) <laughs> uh, why didn't I show up,
0: uh, hey Arnold, I was a shitty teacher. It's back to the movie. Uh, Colorado Space. Uh, so, like, again, in, in you read something like Reanimator, it takes forever to get to the point. Whereas you watch that movie, and while it is still, like, not as quickly paced as, uh, say, Night of the Living Dead or something like that, it, it's still entertaining enough at every single point throughout. This movie takes itself far more seriously than uh, Reanimator does, but it's better for it. I, I actually really like the mature tone of this sort of thing. There are a couple goofy Nick Cage moments as well. There ought to be in this sort of stuff. The tomato scene is the one that's going to stick with me for a it's while. Because so I know it's if I gorgeous. watched this with my brother, he would immediately go home and recreate it. Uh, <laughs> waste of good tomatoes. Uh, well, probably poison. But still. Just slam dunk is going to make me laugh. Yeah. That's, every time I think You're going to start it. doing that I already know. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> oh man what a good movie i i, I don't know i guess we're getting sort toward, of towards the end of our thoughts here because like, there are certain things we cannot reveal yeah
4: all the stuff that like made me soy face for a solid 50 straight minutes it's stuff i don't want to spoil because like it's in no theaters this came out yeah. on like this last weekend right yeah it did yeah there was one showing today at nine o'clock at night in the small theater. The theater that's five rows. I, like.
0: I had one showing, it was for the film club at Alamo Draft House, and I got lucky. It was actually the night that I called off work. I was like, Oh, if I want, I could go see this in theaters. Wouldn't that be a great experience? I can't honestly say right now that I wish I had because I was so sick. I genuinely did not want to leave my bed. Like I was like, Guys, no, I'm gonna no be real. <laughs> All right.
3: I'm going to be real. I saw this like the first night it was playing anywhere and it was like, very, like they had like a Wednesday night showing in a lot of theaters that didn't have another showing. And I went to one of those <laughs> and uh, would have enjoyed this a lot more without a horror movie crowd. That's what oh, I'm going to sure. <laughs> did oh, you,
0: Did you get a lot of people where it's like, Nick Cage goes to the shower and someone in the back room? No, don't do that. The water is bad.
3: No, there was a lot of laughing every time he oh, talked. no! Yeah.
4: The people that go like, to the movies just... like, oh man, Nick Cage is gonna be crazy. <sighs> like yeah, it's just no, that it's, just, it's fine. You don't have to scream every time that he delivers the line. That fucking
0: breaks
3: my it's... heart. I, I mean, Normie's I, sh- I should have known what in. I was I in know... for. But also, but also that theater is like right around the corner from the bar that's in an old bank that has high life on tap. So you know, it's champagne and yeah.
0: beers. Wait, was that the Charles? Did you see it at the Charles? No, no, I oh. saw it in DC. Uh, yeah, you know what? God, I kind of want to take a trip down to the Charles because they're showing it at 9:30 p.m. I wonder if they. Let's see. I'm gonna. Uh, I I will say like Sunday, someday,
4: someday. the sounds. Just hearing the constant horrendous sounds in the background <laughs> made it a very immersive experience. They're actually showing it.
0: At yum, 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 the Alamo... Alamo
4: big old pretzel that's a big old yeah this place.
3: is this is gonna have theater legs if you don't see it right now you'll probably have a chance in a couple <sighs> months i think it's gonna have a very similar theater run to what mandy had or it just keeps popping up in like random fucking yeah. places oh like, i just want to just talk. keep your eyes peeled if you miss it i
4: just want to talk about so much in the second half but i didn't know any of it going in and that made the experience so much better this is gonna be my serenity for the next six months right. i'm gonna tell you to watch yeah. it and then after six months that Fuck you. Yeah. If you really cherished me as a friend, you would have seen uh,
0: I honestly am considering getting this on Blu-ray. This, to me, is horror oh, movie done right. And uh, to be fair, there's... Uh, so a thriller. Yeah. Uh, one of the ways that <laughs> Fine, I I'm, whatever you're just a it. You're going to start making that joke before we do. Uh, I, I think that one of the things about this when I say horror movie done right, that's not fair because there's a lot of uh, horror movies that are done very well, especially in the last couple of years. Parker, you said this is almost like a horror renaissance because there are a lot of really, really good stuff uh, coming oh, so, out. Dude, all the trailers I got today yeah.
4: except the Quiet Place Part Two looks so good. yeah. Uh, I'm so excited to see the lodge, you guys. Yeah. so fucking scary. You know,
0: I think I'm the only one who's like, I kind of want to see A Quiet Place Part 2, or at least I did initially, and then I realized they're doing a prequel. Until
3: it wasn't called A Quieter Place. Yeah, I certainly didn't know. Fucking
0: cowards. No, it wouldn't, but it yeah, wouldn't see, be A Quieter Place. Here's the, here's place. the thing. No, it, they would have noise out, because they can beat the aliens. I thought it'd be like, They have one less I guy. Like a si- so. I thought it'd be like <laughs> a, a more of a science fiction action type, like aliens to aliens sort of thing, because now they're killing them. Man, no. They just every time,
3: people. every time I see that trailer, all I think about is the last shot of a quiet yes. place where Emily Blunt pumps that shotgun, and it immediately fades to black, and you see produced by Michael Bay. <laughs> like I, and that's the final <laughs> shot of the trailer too. Yeah. It's like okay,
4: yeah. fuck yourself. Here's the thing: so they go find people, but those people also have to be quiet. That'd be like no, I got it. it. It'd be like I got the Dead. Mo- <laughs> I like the movie. I liked A quiet yeah. place, but I got it. Right. I got. I don't yeah, need the continuation. Yeah, nor
0: do I need to see the first. Yeah, day. I really I was don't want to fill in that. the blanks. I
4: thought I figured it out. Yeah, and, like, thank the you.
0: movie did a very bad job of explaining it at the first part. <laughs> aliens? Question mark. Must be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what it looked like when the aliens attack. Like, yeah, yes, I, I kind of yes, everything I went put wrong. That
4: together. Hey, it's you remember Bird Box? We'll just do that opening again.
0: Everyone yeah, liked that but, movie.
3: But what if we saw the aliens murder Bruce Wayne's parents?
0: <laughs> fucking pearl strap in slow motion okay tell you what guys do we have any final thoughts on color out of space I
4: kind of hope this isn't in my top 10 because if that's the case then this year is fucking incredible because like it's the end of January and this already feels like a lock that's a good point so if man. I see 10 better movies I'm gonna be a real happy Pepe. This is
0: one where I want to buy the Blu-ray specifically because I want to remind myself at the end of the year where I forgot about. Well, was that movie in January really as good as I remember? I want to have it on hand so I could be like, "Yes, it really was that good. This is worth remembering." It, It, yeah, it's different from a lot of horror movies. This is a very different from Don't Breathe, for example. But it's one of those things that it's finally a horror movie that, it, that it causes fear from the wonder, the what if. That's the sort of thing that I really like. It's more imaginative and uh, I also really want to talk about the uh, epilogue there. I think the scene where he drops his cigarette into the water is uh, fairly brilliant and not for the reasons that a lot of other people would say. It's like, Oh, see, it's like he's polluting it. That sort of thing. No, there's something else they're trying to do. If you watch the movie, I think it's, I think it's pretty clear. Uh, Alex, do you have any final thoughts on Colorado space?
3: Yeah, this was real good. And as far and away, the least hyperbolic member of this podcast, you should definitely see it. Like, I mean, you're not yeah. wrong. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> going to dispute. Less I, the le- I, I, mean, the I, I feel
0: the need to say that as because, because as this like, movie goes, yeah.
3: Y'all told people to see Idle Hands. Like, they that, need a voice. Uh, yeah, oh, they have it. Apologize. They're right there.
0: The Idle Hands fucking rules. Okay, let's get on to. The movie sucks. You ass, have that dude. Correct. Okay, let's go on to uh, the professional bowl. All right. So who
3: here, who here remembers how ties work? God fucking damn it! Uh oh! <laughs> 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 I was actually worried it wasn't going to be tied, and then I saw that defensive touchdown. Oh, great! <laughs> <It was> good. <laughs> All right, so so let's start off. Chris had the most points, so Chris, you can feel free to assign each of us a movie uh, right now. now?
0: Okay. <laughs> yes, oh, right fantastic. now. Fantastic. Uh, let me let me go right to my favorites. Uh if Uh, Deadpool three is not out. I can't assign it to you yet. <laughs> um, uh, Parker, you like cat movies? Mm-hmm. Debatable. Now's finally the god damn. He's it. gonna watch Brother no. Bear. <laughs> no, no, that would that movie really sucks. Uh, Parker would now be the time to assign you feel day just fucking get it. Yeah, over with. here we go. tired are you looming this over yeah, my head? there you go. And, uh, Alex? I don't know. Did you see I, Tanya? Oh,
3: I did, shit. yes. Sorry
0: about that. Um, there's gotta be something on here. Uh, have you ever seen, uh, I'll sign you an anime. Have you ever seen a Millennium Actress?
3: I, I have not. Is there any real No, us? absolutely not. That, it's, <laughs> it's, G. All right. Okay.
4: It's a f- I mean, it's an anime. You have. I know that it is it's a, a very
0: a fair, fair question. question. Like I, I, I have had to admit, I went to the IMDb before they showed it at the Alamo. Uh, it, as hard as it gets, it would be like a PG if anything. But uh, yeah, I don't even. All right. Yeah. That I works. think I my review came away was like, I can't believe I saw an anime movie with no cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: that is. Oh man! Speaking <laughs> of draft, it's like finding yeah. an sorry, albino. Sorry, sorry, I assigned you this punishment.
0: <laughs>
4: They were showing a thing of, for February. They did a bunch of bad romance movies, and one of them Bram Stoker's Dracula. I'll see you losers there. Oh fuck! I'll see you there to see that on a big
3: screen, yeah. motherfuckers. So, Chris, did you watch the Professional Bowl?
0: Uh, no. Oh, well,
3: okay. would you consider yourself a professional?
0: Uh, in some capacity, a professional content creator. All right, I have a very, very professional oh, question no.
3: for you. And keep in mind, this is important. Like, think of it as a sort of job interview. Okay. Name the players that threw a pass in the Pro Bowl. That
0: threw a pass in the Pro Bowl. I will give you a hint, there are less than ten. Good. (laughs) I have to name all nine? Alright, let me see. (laughs) Who was good? I don't know why that cracked me up so much. (laughs) <laughs> uh, this is so much harder than I was anticipating Kirk Cousins That's one It's more than I thought I was going to get uh, Congratulations Watson.
3: That's two oh,
0: On a hot streak now uh, What else was good this year? Brady was... Counterpoint. Name 10 players in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> Oh, that one's easy, dude. Till
4: would not get yeah. it. He just named everybody on uh, the Ravens. Oh,
0: oh. Lamar Jackson. He threw a really bad pass. That's three. Uh, <laughs> uh fucking.
3: That is Pro Bowl MVP, oh, Lamar Jackson. Wow. I'm sure he's great. Uh, <laughs> hang the banner. Only threw the one pick in the end zone this time, so... Kyle Allen?
0: That oh, is incorrect. All right. <laughs>
3: We were looking for Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Ryan Tannehill, Devontae Adams, and Ezekiel Elliott.
0: Devontae Adams.
3: (laughs) Devontae Adams had a completion.
4: You'd love to see it.
3: Now, of course, if you don't manage to be professional, there are penalties. (laughs) But first, Parker and I will be assigning you the movies for for our tie. Oh,
4: Pog! Do you have something in mind? I bet you do. I have a couple things in mind. Chris, do you like to get wild?
0: Yes, I will watch Encino Man. Thank you.
4: No, you will join <laughs> several other wild men in the forest looking for Sasquatch. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Wild Men. Wild Men. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: That's a get good your Squatch call ready. Thank everybody. you. <laughs>
3: and Chris, you know, you did you did such a good job handling the uh, the thorny issue of... HP Lovecraft's not so tasteful work that I wanted to assign you something extremely tasteful this week. Ernest Goes to
0: Africa. <laughs> now, speaking of posters I want to get from my room. <laughs> oh
3: my god. <laughs> now, Chris. <Sorry. laughs> this is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. You have to choose right now because you failed the challenge.
0: I know I shouldn't, but I'll take the whatever pill and go down the rabbit hole.
3: Chris, you're a big Eco Uwase fan, yeah. right? Look at could... Oh, no. So he was in a movie that came out recently. Did pretty well. It's called Stuber. Tell us about it.
4: That's fucked Stuber. up, man. Stuber.
3: He was in that?
0: Man, that came you out
4: could've. last
3: year. You could have told me that came
4: out seven years ago. I, like, was, yeah, probably right. I was
0: so close to assigning it to you.
3: Well, snooze you lose, buddy. Maybe you should have answered that question, right? You should have guessed that Ezekiel Elliott threw a pass the <laughs> Also, Parker gets to assign you what? another movie. Oh, cool
4: professional oh, man yeah, it's, mm. oh man I had one for you Alex but uh, you can I assign it to me I will gonna be the the best one. <laughs> Alex you'll enjoy because I was going to assign man's best friend the Lance Henriksen dog movie <laughs> <laughs> so that's all yours that movie is fuck yes powerful
3: <laughs> alright I can work with this It's wait A so what did you assign me? me take it <laughs> He has not I'm assigned sure. you anything yet
4: Chris watch a movie that came to Netflix Called The Ritual that I actually liked And I'm curious to see your take on it hmm. I talked about it like years ago when it first came out And then like every Netflix movie <coughs> If you didn't watch it that weekend Good luck finding okay.
0: it You said The Ritual right? It's on Netflix? Yeah yeah. I'll add it to list
3: Chris would you like to know what was behind the, the other door? The other
0: door where it was just stay still? What was it? Yeah.
3: Someone else who's stuck in a past life. Dickie Roberts, former oh, child star. I would much rather watch Stuber. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> I know what I'm getting there. I might chuckle once or twice, that's fine. <laughs> Dickie
4: Roberts. Holy I don't
3: shit. know, maybe Chris will really like it, like the retard movie. Idle Hands is good, actually.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that might be the worst take I've heard on this podcast. We've
4: had a lot of them. Like, I feel confident knowing that if you listen to this and I recommend something, you know if it's good. Oh my for god,
0: look at fucking. I, I have built a no, brand. Look at the face that Dave Batista has on the cover of Stuber. Same, but Dave Batista. You have uh, the car. most Steven Seagal <laughs> squint I've ever seen in my life. I just found the note that said killer man and started
4: laughing.
3: <laughs> Chris. Chris, buddy, have you have you been to the Ernest Goes to Africa
0: IMDB page? Right, Ernest is Mo g- Diamonds. Give me a sec, Mo Diamonds. <laughs> Alright, let's go there right now. Ernest goes to Africa. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, oh what, you mean the screenshot of the trailer? <laughs> Africa yeah. will never be the same yeah, you don't fucking say You know, say. You know <laughs> the, I think the strangest thing about all of this Is that Ernest has the same last name as Cam Do you think they're related?
3: <laughs> I didn't realize Ernest was that small <laughs> <laughs> It's the scene in Ace Ventura 2 And he's just got Cam in his little back <laughs> He lets him out of his backpack well, that's that's impossible because
0: in Slam Dunk Ernest, Ernest is able to dunk. So this <laughs> Ernest film has been on DVD four times. Now that we're done with the baby jeans, <laughs> Ernest, Ernest movie. <laughs> <laughs> <on the> Ernest.
3: <laughs> Ernest goes to Splash Mountain. Oh. <laughs> I saw that poster and
0: couldn't what sign artists, it to you. Africa. Parker's already showed me that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Before we before we end this, uh, do we have any idea what we're watching next week? Uh, Alex, you suggested it.
3: I I'm very down. With what? Like kind of leaning into with it. With what? Do we want to watch the first two or?
4: Yeah, we don't need to watch the third one. That movie sucks ass. Even as a uh, kid, just
3: the first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just wanted to make sure we we could handle two Austin Powers movies. I mean, he like has... you mentioned this Discord, I have not stopped thinking about it. You really Same. think so? I love. I
4: watched those movies a hundred Tell times. Tell you what, give me, give me a second. Let me.
0: I want to see what year they came out first. Um, like, if I, I was like, I'm almost second certain.
3: one was '99. The first one was like ninety. I think it was ninety seven, yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah, it's ninety seven for the first I, one. I
4: guarantee if when I put the second one on, I'll be able to quote almost the whole thing along with it. I know it because I did it as a kid. My mom yelled at me for being annoying because <laughs> she was trying to Okay, okay. okay
0: I, I want to avoid. <laughs> hey. I want to avoid Goldmember because H. Uh, P. Lovecraft's cat is in it. Well, little lady, let me elucidate here.
1: Everybody wants to be a cat because a cat's the only cat. Who knows where it's at? Tell me everybody's picking up on that feline beat Cause everything else is obsolete A square with a horn makes you wish you weren't born Every time he plays But with a square in the act You can set music back To the game and I've heard some corny birds who tried to sing Still, a cat's the only cat who knows how to swing. Who wants to dick a long head kick stuff like that? When everybody wants to be a cat, a square with a horn makes you wish you weren't born. Every time he plays, oh, a rinky, tinky, tinky with a square in the act, you can set music back to the caveman days. Oh, a rinky, tinky, tinky. Yeah. Everybody, everybody wants to be a, be a cat, cat. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. a cat's mm-hmm. the only cat Who mm-hmm. knows where it's at When playing mm-hmm. jazz, you mm-hmm. always has a welcome mat Because everybody digs mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a swinging cat
4: That's the tea, sis.